It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas mm-hmm. in the offices of video games. I say offices, in my flat, certainly. Yeah. Uh, and the reason is because we are making lists and we're checking them twice. Uh, but we're, instead of children, we're going to see which games have been naughty and nice. Yeah. Uh, so you did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Did. Yeah. Although they're not mutually exclusive, you can have video games that are naughty and nice, I suppose. Mm. So it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't narrow it down massively. But hey, I, I can we, we, think. I can think of one off the top of my head right now. Oh, go on. Well, Cyberpunk. <laughs> Actually, I didn't yeah, think you it can... needed, to be, needed to be said. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah, naughty and nice. Yeah, fair play. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. A uh, little special pod for the listeners, Video Gamer Games of the Year pod. I'm joined, as I as is fast becoming tradition, uh, by Richmond Walker. Hello. Hello. And Dan Webb, a.k.a. Producer Dan. Hello. Hello. How is it going? How are the two of you? Are you feeling festive? No. No. No, I'm not. I, I, I it's I don't a weird think- year, right? Yeah, mm. it's a weird year, and we're still not finished. <laughs> <laughs> we're so never finished, like, Rich. I, I know. I don't feel like I could start winding down and pouring oh, out yeah. the. Uh, I'm glad you said wine winding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, yeah. What? Well, you, you, you said I wore, and I was like, "Oh, where's he going with this?" And then luckily, it went to winding. Winding. Uh, yeah. Having a big festive wind. Uh, that's where I was going, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's um, it's been a shit year, in a lot Has of it? ways. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there's this. Uh, there's, uh, I thought you meant from the video game perspective. No, you see, this is what's interesting because obviously COVID, that's shit. Uh, not seeing you, lovely people, in the office, that's shit. All working from home all the time, which is quite nice sometimes, but I do miss people. Like, like, like having the office. You know, right. Donald Trump, he's a bit shit. Um, yeah. Although that's you know, fingers crossed for the future on that front. Uh, I love the understatement of that. He's a bit shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's a bit. Yeah. You know, things are <laughs> things are on the up and up. However, looking at our lists, and I'm thinking to myself, actually, 2020, as far as video games are concerned, really, really good. Mm. It's been a really good year. It's possibly a better year than last year, looking at some of our games. So... Oh. We had, well, we had Shenmue last year, so... <laughs> yeah, <Josh laughs> that. Game of the year, famously. Uh, but yeah, so I'll just, I'll sort of briefly, uh, I'll do some housekeeping at the beginning. So we've each, we've, we're not really taking it, it's not the rigorous gauntlet that it has been in past years. We're just going to have a fairly chilled chat uh, about some of our games of the year. And then maybe at the end, we'll launch into some sort of feverish argument about which one should be the number one. But probably not. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Also, it doesn't. Our lists are funny because we pretty much all agree with each other. It doesn't really matter which games are on whose lists. I mean, we'll probably end up feeling slightly more strongly about certain things than others. But on the whole, looking at your you two's list, and I'm thinking, yeah, pretty much any of these could go on my list. I'd be happy. So what you're saying is, there's no debate. This podcast no, is pointless. No, no debate. <laughs> and actually, we'll be done in about ten minutes. So don't worry. <laughs> don't worry about it. There is no way you two can do anything in <laughs> under ten minutes. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You never know. You never know. So how does how does the year rank, just off the top of your head, in terms of comparing it to... 2018 was fairly quiet, but then right at the end, I suddenly realised that the games of the year was mental. 
like Red Dead, Tetris Effect. You had some massive games. Nine, yeah. 2019, I thought, was like an amazing year when it was happening because we had Control. Um, oh, actually, my mind's going completely blank. That's what else was that's there? That's all there was. It was, was, some, it was basically... <laughs> it was Control. Oh, and Sekiro and all sorts of stuff. Um, <laughs> but this Devil year, May Cry 5. <clears throat> Devil May Cry 5, of course. Mm-hmm. And The Outer Worlds, which you two mm-hmm. loved oh, yeah. very, and very much. And The Outer Wilds as well. And the yeah. Outer Wilds, famously. Worlds and Wilds. Worlds, yeah. Wilds, yeah. Uh, but this year, it's just ridiculous. So I'll go through the list first of all. Uh, <clears throat> so Dan, producer Dan, has Cyberpunk 2077. <sighs> As Demon. he started with that one. Well, <laughs> Demon Souls. <laughs> Nothing contentious about Cyberpunk. <laughs> no, no. Well, it's going to be an interesting discussion, that one. Uh, Demon Souls, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 plus 2, which is a fine list. But it doesn't equal 3, which is weird. It doesn't. It is no. a weird one, that. Is that six <laughs> games for me? Uh, <laughs> oh, I suppose yeah, it is. Yeah, it's sort of is in Cheating. a way. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's not... No, no, I'm not yeah, we'll have to... Mm-mm. Yeah, you're allowed to pick one. You can have half <laughs> of the game. Oh, it's got to be one then, surely. <laughs> yeah. Well, two's got the hanger level, so... Anyway. That's true. Uh, Rich has Dirt 5, Streets mm-hmm. of Rage 4, mm-hmm. uh, Final Fantasy 7. Turns out yeah. it wasn't that final after all, the remake. No. No. Uh, Yakuza, Like a Dragon, which is Yakuza 7, but it didn't have the number. And mm-hmm. Spider-Man Miles Morales. <clears throat> yep. Which is a damn fine list. And I have... Thanks. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Astro's Playroom, The Last of Us Part 2, Dreams, and Resident Evil 3. Which mm. is a good list, and with a little couple of surprises. I sort of surprised myself on there a little bit. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And we also have some kind of intriguing honourable mentions. So I'll do a little housekeeping right at the beginning. Uh, again, COVID, massively shit. Uh, one of the lesser ways in, and less important ways in which, it was, in which it was shit is that I don't have access to a very, very good computer and some very, very good VR equipment. Therefore, I could not play Half-Life Alex, And that's a really big game that just annoyingly... Uh, I was not able to play Uh, and it may well be one of the ones that may have snuck its way onto the list I don't know and also for similar reasons uh, at the moment lacking a Nintendo Switch which I will soon remedy uh, I could not play Hades which is getting an awful lot of buzz from an awful lot of people Josh you missed a game as well that's just dawned on me uh oh Um, nobody's mentioned like in this chat before Animal Crossing oh Jesus yeah (laughs) that's so true wasn't it yeah, which which is funny because Rich does have a Switch. You do have a Switch. Mate, I loved it. Like, it got me through COVID when I had it. But also, uh, it's really interesting because you played it loads and you did that classic thing where you played it like feverishly, pun intended, uh, <laughs> and then kind of... You didn't bounce off it, but you had that classic honeymoon Animal Crossing thing. Whereas like for my, for my flatmates, it's really interesting because they've just been... They haven't gone absolutely nutty on it like they did back in March, but they're just kind of gradually chipping away, you know, a little bit every day, and it's just sort of kept them going. I don't... I kind of dodged the Animal Crossing thing, helped because I didn't have a Switch at the time. Obviously, Imogen reviewed it for us, loved it very much. Yeah. Um, Rich, you bounced off it pretty quick, right? It's not not your kind of... I bought it for Elise because she expressed an interest in it, and any time Elise (laughs) expresses an interest in a video game, I'm like, yes! 
<laughs> Play it. <laughs> it's a small it. victory for you. So. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a gateway drug to other games, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, I you, can try. But I didn't play it at all. Oh, really? Yeah, well, it's With not my kind of thing. I don't like those sort of plant your crops and pin and wait. Yeah, nah. You can't even kill anything, Josh. You can. What? What can you kill? Um, you can kill turnips. Oh, yeah, you can kill turnips. Yeah, you can kill time. And time. Yeah. It's weird with Animal Crossing. Like, you've... Well, Dan's played it and loved I, it. I think I put in 100 hours in two weeks and oh, then Jesus. stopped playing it. Yeah. Yeah, I think my flatmate was saying the other day she's put in like 900 hours over the oh year. Oh my God. Yeah, it's fucking mental. Wow. But it's weird because it doesn't seem like she's been she's been playing it. She's been playing other stuff and mm. then just... But she, it's just sneaky. Like she'll be sitting on the sofa and, I, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like I just hear a little... And it turns out she's playing Animal Crossing. I'm like, what are you doing over there? I did she's get a kick out of the little voices whenever they Alicia are, put it on there. Yeah. <laughs> they are good. They're and good. the music's so good as well. Yeah. Well, we could just... Put, should we put that as an honourable uh, yeah. mention for Dan? For Dan? Well, that's, that's done, isn't it? That's done. I'll, We've done that. Yeah. I'll say... I'll say... Obviously, obviously, Animal Crossing. I mean, Hades and Half-Life Alex. they're not so much honourable mentions. It's just, unfortunately, I did not have the time and resources to get to them, though I am very interested in them. Honourable mentions. Rich has Call of the Sea. Mm-hmm. Zombie Army 4 Dead War. Yeah, because I had a lot of fun with it. A lot of fun with it. Mafia. Yeah. I forget the full name of Mafia. Definitive, definitive edition. Definitive edition. It was yeah. definitive, Josh. It, it was, was very <laughs> definitive. It was indeed. I and thought, do you know what? I don't ever need another version of this. This one's no. definitive. That'll sort you right out, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right till next gen, though. Next year, right? There's going to be a PS5 and Series X version. Oh, yeah, that's oh, true. Well, what They'll call, they call it the, that, the re-definitive the re edition. <laughs> like, this is really definitive, <laughs> honest, in Honestly, this, this time, it's, this will be the last one. <laughs> uh, and also, somewhat baffling. It's really weird. Like, looking at the list, I was like, what? Why? How is that not... But it, I... Fair enough. Doom Eternal. It's in the honourable mm-hmm. mentions. And it's a really great video game. But this is what I'm saying. This year, just... Just filled with just really, really good. When this sort of thing's in your honourable mentions, you're doing all right. Yeah, it's madness. Like <laughs> Dan- Doom Eternal should be in the the 15 spots <laughs> we have. It's mad, and, it and yet I can fully get behind it. Not because the ones that you guys have got, I think, are pretty airtight. I mean, you know, Dan also has Persona Five Royal and Manifold Garden in his honourable mentions, which is interesting because Persona Five Persona Five Royal obviously did it technically came out this year. But the argument, I suppose, was that it's kind of a you know a, a superior version of a of a of a game that already came out whenever it was twenty eighteen or nineteen or something. Might yeah, it doesn't 17, count. No. Oh, it's actually, 17? yeah, possibly seventeen. Yeah. Uh, Oy, <coughs> anyway. It still doesn't count. It still doesn't count, and uh, neither does Manifold Garden, which looked stunning. Um, and I really want to see if I can sneak that in before the year is out. But I probably it's won't so good. It looked absolutely mm. brilliant. Uh, also on Dan's honourable mentions that didn't make the cut is two more things. Minecraft Dungeons and Tetris Effect Connected. Which uh, also, counts. I've got like three that don't really count because they're just new versions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, this is true. Uh, Tetris Effect was on my 2018 Games of the Year alongside. Yeah. And it was in there way longer. I remember that on that one. It was in there way longer than we expected it to be. But it's a, as you can attest now, it's a fantastic game. 
Oh, it's uh, one of those games I can just pick up and play for like five minutes and then just go back to whatever I was doing. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the yeah. beauty part of it. And also the music's is the music oh, is so amazing good. on that game. Uh, mm-hmm. Honorable mentions for me are Star Wars Squadrons, which was a little cracker. Uh, yep. Amnesia Rebirth was was quietly really really good. Um, mm. I put <laughs> I put Black Ops Cold War down, which is funny because it, it is an honourable mention. There's no way it would be, it would be in my. But it was nice to see Black Ops have a campaign again, and I yeah, really and a good the, one and a good one and sort of sneaking around you know Berlin in the Cold War. It was just it felt like a big comfortable blanket, and I thought, oh, it's Do you mean nice it to was nice this. to to have the Treyarch ones have a campaign again. That's what I meant. That's what I, yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're right to pick me up on that because I. Although it was Raven Software, I think who actually made the campaign this time. Uh, was it really? I think they le- led the uh, development on that. Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. Well, shout out to Raven. Didn't Raven Software do Wolfenstein before the they Wolfenstein? Did. Was it? Re- they did. Yeah. Was it that sort of reboot? Two thousand reboot. Yeah, two thousand nine or twelve or something. Was it the time shifty one? Yes, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Bloody good uh, developer of shooters. Uh, I also put down The Pathless, which I played only uh, a week ago. um, And I thought it was really, really good. Um, A lovely little late surprise from Giant Squid, who did Abzu before. Uh, And then many of the people uh, who were involved in Journey and Flower as well. It's Matt Nava's studio. And it's just a lovely game with lovely music by Austin Wintory. Um, it's very, very peaceful and nice. Uh, NBA 2K21, not so much peaceful and nice, but just a decent iteration of 2K. And I ne- it's funny, and pe- my friends are, are, often will say to me, we'll do these games of the year lists, and inevitably I'll get to the end of the year having put like a few hundred hours into 2K because I just play it casually with my flatmates, and it never makes it in any, any of the lists, and I always feel bad for 2K because... Now, um, are you talking about current gen or next gen? I am talking about next gen on the because, Xbox yeah. Series X. Because I was going to say, I, I thought the current gen one was just the same game as last <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, I think you're right on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's and, why I marked it down considerably. Because I was like, yeah. no, you're not pulling that one. Yeah, and fair enough to you. Mm-hmm. And then a couple more. John Wick Hex, which I enjoyed outrageously and, and did not see coming and had no idea that I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. Um, and that was from Bithel Games. And it might be my favourite of Bithel Games' games. And did then I, lastly... Um, Oh. Did I did I reiterate to you that the line I put in my review of John Wick mm. Hex? Mm, um, I don't know because <laughs> we we had a very divergent opinion on that, didn't we? We did, we did. So so my last line for my review of that was: um, uh, for the most part, you're outnumbered, outgunned, and ever so slightly bored as you stare at the umpteenth John is dead screen. At that juncture, <laughs> I was wishing I was dead too. <laughs> So yeah, not on my honourable mentions, that one, John. <laughs> That's a little extreme, but fair enough. <laughs> you edited uh, it, do you not remember that? Yeah, I don't, that, that, that's a, a last, that's an extreme last line, uh, but I must have given that the green light back in the... It's how yeah. I felt, mate, it's how I felt, fair what can enough. I say? Fair enough, dear. And also, last one on the honourable mentions, and again, I do feel like it's a little bit sneaky, because it's Kentucky Route Zero, and episode one of that game came out in 2013, and episode five came out this year in January so did yeah, did, did Kentucky Route Zero come out this year yes and no I guess um, but it was an interesting game I thought uh, a sort of a game yeah. pretty pretty much unlike any other um, 
but one that's mm. weirdly like left my head. I sort of put it put it down on the list because I remember enjoying it in January, but it hasn't really stayed with me all. Do that you know what much. it is? It's just I have sort of images kind of etched onto my brain, like the giant horse head at the gas station. Oh yeah, yeah. Or the map where you're a big wheel going, <laughs> and uh, maybe the bit with the um the big fire in the middle, and you walk around and up. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was very good. Yeah, but, no, yeah, right, my actually, memory yeah. of it, my memory of it is patchy at best. And and it's lots of the writing and stuff that you may not necessarily. Because there's a, an awful lot of reading in that game. It's quite ponderous, I thought. Yeah, I, th- I think. Oh, that's do you know fair. what else was memorable? Actually, the the little interstitial at the TV station. That oh, was cool yeah. with the storm. It was. It was really really cool. That I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the song in the club. Actually, Josh, do you know what? The more I think about it, actually, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. Yeah, there is. There is. I like. I like the eagle, the flying eagle as well. Mm-hmm. He was good. Anyway, yeah. anyway, any, any, anyway. Who wants to go first? And we'll all, um, we'll all chime in. Who wants to offer one fourth? I think Dan, because he's been quite quiet, and I think <laughs> he's probably itching to talk. <laughs> Right, I've literally go. not played Kentucky Route Zero, so I was like, what are they talking about? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay, right, Dan, you go first, you pop one forward, and we'll have a chat. All right, I'm going to kick off with Demon's Souls. Yeah, very nice, very nice. Uh, yeah, this is a weird one. This is one that I did not uh, write off. That's unfair. I knew it was going to be good. I knew that it was probably going to be very, very good. But I did not get too excited because it was the launch of a new console and I thought, well, you know, it's a remake. So no matter how good it is, you know, but I was completely won over by it and actually just sort of sweeping it aside as a remake is totally unfair. What were your sort of thoughts? Well, I was a... I missed Demon Souls first time around, and I think a lot of people did actually. Uh, yeah. Right, it was it was one of those games that was before the whole Souls genre took off. Mm. Um, mm. I think I got in at Bloodborne, and after Bloodborne, I was then sold. But mm. once, you, once you play Bloodborne and Dark Souls three, you can't really go back to Demon Souls. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I yeah. never did. So I'm very grateful that I finally got a chance to play it, and I loved it. But I loved it for very different reasons at different points. Like I loved it to see how far for the better the genre has come and how yes. better from software have been at creating these games mm. and just it was fantastic to see the root of it all um for sure visually oh it's stunning one of the most Absolutely lovely stunning. beautiful games i've played in a very long time and it's and it's one of the games uh which i don't always think i'm not just a sort of blanket across the board believer in 60 frames per second i think it works wonderfully well on some things but i also think that there are games like um spider-man certainly or the last of us where when they aim for a particular cinematic quality i really think that 30 suits it it's got that lovely warm sort of blockbuster look to it however with demon souls um i was not expecting um just how breathtaking the 60 frames per second was in that game and how much it benefits uh, souls on the oh, absolutely because it's all about invincibility frames and it's all about mm. timing and parrying and gotcha. just the, with, the, with the extra frames it just makes everything so much easier yeah. even though it is terrifyingly hard still yes um, but yes. i i weirdly found it the easiest of the 
Souls games I've ever played. It so, is. It actually it is. But I also found the same thing. There was more than one boss that I did the first time. Uh, I should say as well. I'm like you. I didn't. I I I have played it before, but I didn't play it when it first uh, came out. I think uh, it was it it wasn't available in the in England for for a little while. Uh, I mm-hmm. think it, it was originally in Japan. And it made its way to America a few months later, and then it was the, so it was way, the next year. Oh yeah, in a way, I was a, I was a trailblazer. I played it before <laughs> all y'all. You did, yeah. Of course, you reviewed it for uh, Kikizo, didn't you? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's before you started working for me, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, Demon Souls. What a way to uh, to kick off. I really, it was, it's really bizarre and kind of fitting that Sony would have that as a launch game because it's it's such an odd little curio. It's such yeah. an odd like you might not have played this, but this is such a cult game, and we've it's, got. It's you not know, very accessible either, right? It's not very. Did you, accessible. Did you say cult, Josh? You said cult game, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just checking. Why? <laughs> what? What did? What, <laughs> same letters. Well, three of the same letters. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, uh, At it's times a... it is, though, Rich. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it is also the other one. Yeah. Uh, I what I have, a, what I have a game. Not so fond memories. Yeah. What a game to put at the front of a of a launch thing, and to have, and also to have that, because like I'm betting that a lot of people will get it. You know, not being an especial. If someone's bought themselves a new PS5, that technically that's an amazing way to show off that console. Like, yeah, maybe um, not from a gameplay perspective if you're not used to the genre, but definitely visuals. <laughs> I'd love to see the Venn diagram of people who just bought a PS5 and thought, "Oh, I like medieval sword stuff. I'll try that." And then, yeah. <laughs> and then how many people then go, "Oh, I'm really interested in these Souls games." But yes, anyway, uh, and the intro to that game is brutal. Like, oh god! Until you yeah. get to fight the first boss and you can level up, the amount of times I just kept dying and falling off stuff was absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally, totally. Uh, yeah, I, I had a lot, a lot of fun with that game. You stormed through it in like a weekend. I, oh I sort yeah. Of, um, took my time with it and sort of played it over over a week, but it it was terrific. And it's it's a really lovely little sneak peek into um, into Miyazaki. Like when you play it, you can see the things. That would go on to be developed in his, as you yeah. say, it's a lovely history lesson playing it because you sort of think, Absolutely. oh well, that's that moment from Dark Souls, and oh, he sort of did that later on in Bloodborne, and you know, all sorts of lovely little touches. But yeah, it's a fantastic game, uh, lovely stuff. Uh, Richmond, give us one. Yes. <clears throat> Ooh, okay. How about I lead with, uh, I suppose, Dirt Five. Let's go with that. Bit of, yeah. bit of racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a really good year for fun racing games, right? World Rally Championship yeah. 9 as well, you loved. Mm. F1 yeah, as well? Surprised me, yeah. F1. F1's always reliably good, pretty much. That's true, that's true. Project, but, Project um, Cars 3? Project Cars 3 was okay, but they kind of pared things back a lot and didn't really bring anything new to the table. I was so, just learning yeah. racing games, Rich. I've, I've <laughs> yeah. not played any of them. <laughs> that one I didn't dig so much, unfortunately. But yeah, WRC nine was surprisingly good. But I think above all, Dirt Five really stood out for me this year. And because it I felt played like Motorstorm, I played Wipeout Omega Collection. So oh, well. you know that's also why twenty twenty was a great year for racing games. Let's just put sure. that put that to just one side. You, you happened to play it this year. I, well, I played it this year, therefore mm. it's valid. Anyway, yeah, Dirt Wait, Five. It was also the spiritual successor, right? Pacer. 
That yeah, but yeah. It's, is that we, out? We haven't got around to playing that. It is out on PS4 and PC. But it hasn't come to Xbox yet, annoyingly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I'd like to play it, really. Mm. I'm going to try it, because it's out for the other things. Anyway, sorry, we're being disrespectful to Dirt 5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell me why it's brilliant in uh, in three words. No, I'm joking. Just uh, tell me why it's brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's that spirit of Motorstorm in there. It feels... Yes, yeah. just pure fun, off-road mm. fun. It's got nice kind of slippy, slidey handling, but not mm. too much. So it kind of straddles that kind of line between arcade and sim. Which lovely is handbrake in that game. Yeah, lovely drifting around corners. Mm. Um, it looks like a million dollars. It's ridiculous. Can I just say, I played this game on the... Uh, on the Xbox Series X as uh, as I was re- reviewing that console and I was aware in my head that fundamentally what I was playing was an Xbox One game yeah. and you even played it on Xbox One did you not I played on Xbox One and I was like how in the hell <laughs> the does graphics this look are this insane good? yeah at the end of a console generation even by that metric I was still like this is this is it, like this is stunning. I don't it, understand it, yeah. what they've done. Yeah, for sure, it, it, it's ridiculous. The mud and like muddy puddles in that game are—they're just insane. I, but it's everything else. It's like the car, the detail on the car models, and all the mm. effects and things going on around the track, fireworks and streamers and sparks and stuff. It's yeah, like, yeah. Holy shit! Like even by Codemaster standards, you know, mm. and they're they're not a slouch when it comes to making a, a good racing game. Oh, this no, was this was like beyond. Yeah, um, for sure. And I, I feel like maybe it's fallen a little by the wayside this year, Dirt 5. Because mm. it's oh, a well, sequel. Yeah. And yeah, people might sure. have played previous Dirt games and thought, ah, I don't really fancy another one of those. But it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. well, I, I wouldn't sleep on this one. It's actually really good. And if I you think like Motor just Storm, before, the, before the launch of the consoles as well, didn't it? So yeah. everyone's talking about Demon's Souls and Spider-Man exactly. and yeah. Dirt Although they, hey they, had, um, they had a nice little window because the PS5 was a couple of weeks later. Um, yeah. But they did, but yeah, you're right. Like, because I remember Dirt, it was a, it was ever so slightly muddled because it sort of straddled the line. It was like there were mm-hmm. some reviews that came out. It was like last gen, and then other people were saying, "Oh, it's a great showcase for Series X." I think also because it was such a great year for racing games, um, and lots of people were just going back to Forza, having got uh, Series yeah. Xs and stuff. Yeah. And that game does just look possibly even better than Dirt. Now it's fucking ridiculous how good that looks on a series x um yeah but yeah love to dirt man and it's looked at forza horizon and it's gone yeah actually i want a bit of that give me that festival vibe give me those bright exactly. colors give yeah, me the- i was gonna say that that's exactly it. it's got that festival atmosphere and, and mm. you know did they it's do got that first it, um I suppose they kind of did, yeah, in the previous Dirt game. Dirt yeah. 2, was it? The yeah, it, it was Dirt 2, but it wasn't really... Yeah. Forza has the lovely, uh, you know, kind of really cheerful announcer lady and the sort of music and the orange f- flares and smoke and stuff. There's a real particular weird Forza look that I remember looking at Dirt going, oh, the art direction's definitely looked a little bit of mm. the Horizon Festival for this. But yeah, you're, I suppose you're right, though. Dirt, Dirt has had that. And Toka did that a long time ago, talking about Codemasters. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Right. Uh, Dirt 5 yes. is my, my favourite racer this year, by far. And one of my favourite games as well. I, I really, really loved it. And it blew away my expectations, because I was like, it just looks like another Dirt game. But it's uh, it's more than that. 
An absolute cracker. Yep. Fair play. Fair play. I am going to throw out, mm-hmm. uh, for your consideration, Resident Evil 3. Okay. Yeah. Thought I'd start with a little bit of a weird one. Um, <clears throat> I had this, no... This might, um, this might inspire some debate, actually. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you get some interesting takes on this one. So, this is a game that is much like the Resident Evil 2 remake. It's basically like a ground-up or a kind of reimagining of, of, the, of the sort of same template. Um, and I sort of thought that it's cursed in a funny way. It's, it's what is it, 50 quid or something? It's sort of full-price RRP, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And it's a really short game. Mm-hmm. You can complete it. How, how What was the your run time? It was like seven hours or something. I think it was six. I think it was six. Isn't it like three or four? And that was me. That was me taking my time. I thought. Oh, it might have been actually. Yeah, it might have been four. And that was me taking my time. I wasn't mm, even rushing. I think. I think you can. I think yours was a little bit longer than four because I remember you I got your. Remember. There's like your true time and then your overall time. I, well, I remember seeing the final sort of counter and being like, oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thinking, yeah, yeah. oh, that's it. All right, then. You see, what I loved about uh, Resident Evil 3, firstly, it's, it's um, if you, if for a moment, if you just put the money to, to one side, because I, I do understand that, you know, you pay your 50, 60 quid or whatever you pay, and you think, okay, you know, it's a Resident Evil, and especially because Resident Evil 2 was was longer, maybe a little artificially longer in some sense, but it, but it was longer, wasn't it? It was like 15 yeah. plus. You felt like you were getting more for your money, I suppose. Really. Indeed. However, I do think that Resident Evil 3, the remake, is one of the best paced games that I've possibly ever played. It's, okay. it's absolutely relentless. Um just, just sweaty palms sitting on the edge of your seat. Pretty much from the opening scene, mm-hmm. you are like jolt for... It's like an old John Carpenter movie or something. It simply doesn't let up. Yeah. And like every... And obviously, you know, Resident Evil 2, there are different kinds of fear. But I really appreciated Resident Evil 3 for just doing all-out panic as, a, as opposed yeah. to chills. It was like, what if you've got this big bastard and he just never stops? It was like it was like the best game of the, of a Terminator movie. <laughs> that that doesn't yeah. have Terminator on the on the front cover of the box, you know. Um, I do get the sort of the short run time uh, thing, but he doesn't bother me as such because it was so well paced for the length it was, and I would hate mm-hmm. for that to be uh, artificially padded out. And often the thing is with Resident Evil, and I love the Resident Evil series dearly. But it's very, very rare that you get a Resident Evil game, even the very best of them, that aren't in some way fairly artificially padded out. Even four, even two, even the very best, they always go on for slightly too long. So that's kind of the other side of the argument. I totally take your point. Um, Mm -hmm. But for me, it was just a roller coaster from start to finish. Plus, you know, it's another showcase for what might be like my favourite game engine on planet Earth. Like, yeah. the, the the graphics on Resident Evil 3 are just ridiculous as well. <laughs> like, it's... When you're in that game, you're just you're just in it. And I was just, like, ogling everything as it was going by me. Like, I mean, that RE engine is something else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have yeah. to admit. It's, it's bonkers. And it's a lovely kind of B-movie sort of feel to that game. You know, it, do, mm. it, doesn't, it doesn't go for, like, your prestige or your sort of... 
your yeah. serious, serious art. Of the two sort of big zombie games that came out this year, The Last of Us Part 2 and that, that's like the B-movie flip side to The Last of Us Part 2. <laughs> that's like the really, the really sort of matinee movie you know you see it on a friday night and you're like what the hell was that movie but it sort of takes you by storm but yeah i really i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed it a lot i think the only i think the real issue with it was that if you'd played the original you you knew that there was some content missing um Mm. if you played resident evil 2 remake before it it seemed like a lesser game um and i feel like capcom maybe knew that the single player campaign wouldn't be enough value for money on its own, which is why they came up with resistance as a kind of sweetener. Re- yeah, for sure. Yeah, they did. Um, which I was not that interested in. I have to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I played a little bit of it. It was fine. Uh, you know. And I think also the team that was doing that, we now know that they're working on the remake of Resident Evil Four. And do we know that? I don't know if we quote unquote know it, as in they've con- no. Actually, I think we might now. I don't know. But don't certainly so. it was reported that it was like it was people from an an interior studio within Capcom <coughs> that were working right. on the Resi three remake who are who are now doing four. So I don't know if it's fair to call Resi three like an audition for that or Yeah. But I, I, I think it was yeah, just a, an overall a smaller game in scope. Um but I'm sort of all for that. I'm all for you know, shorter games if they're paced and powerful. Yeah. No, but I anyway. agree with that. I agree with that sentiment. Uh, yes, alright then, lovely stuff Resident Evil 3, very well done I will be playing mm. you again at some point Dan, <laughs> give us another one Let's go Tony Hawk Number 1 and number 2 Yes, Anthony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 plus 2 uh, Yeah this, this is a good video game It's a good two video games in one package That's kind of yeah. basically a ground up Sort of redo By, who who made it? Yeah, it was, was it Vicarious you. Visions? Vicarious, yes, you're right, it was Vicarious. Actually, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. There's, there's always a danger with these games, especially because this was one of the big games that I played growing up. The, mm. the nostalgia is, it's just nostalgia. And when you play it, you're like, oh, actually, this isn't that good. But honestly, when I played this, it was like I transported back, I remember, what was it, 15 years? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably yeah. more, isn't it? More oh, it's more, that, yeah. more than that. Yeah, it's like, like nineteen ninety nine and two thousand. Yeah. Oh yeah. my mm. god! Like twenty years. I it genuinely felt transported back. Like mm. soundtrack wasn't exactly the same, which um, obviously times change, licenses and all that stuff. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Most of I the mean, hits are in there. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. Like, it felt like I was uh, eighteen again. Yeah. So absolutely insane. Loved its pieces mechanically, visually, soundtrack, just everything just hit the right note. The soundtrack was amazing on that game. It was so, Mm -hmm. so good. And also, it was amazing how um, there are some games that you realise, like, how deeply they've drilled into your brain. Oh, absolutely. If you play bloody halo one or something and you think oh god yeah the pistol like like it just instantly comes back to you so quick tony hawks is one of those games like the sort of riding a bike games where you play it and you're really shit for like two hours you think oh god i cannot get this high school and then all of a sudden it sort of just clicks in your brain and you think oh Mm. yeah and it's just muscle memory from that point uh, you bust out the japan airs and stuff like that and you're (laughs) doing the same routes that you did in the warehouse going through the glass landing on the grind going around oh just absolutely fantastic like loved it to pieces yeah a cracking game i haven't played i haven't played it in a while 
since it came out, so I'm gonna have to go back and start all over again probably now. Mm. I like will say, I don't, uh, I don't, think, I don't think this is like a sort of good thing or a bad thing. I think it's just a thing. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I don't really have an interest. In, I loved it very, very much for the days that I was playing it to review it, and when I left it. I sort of thought, I might not play that again for a really long time. I don't know how... I've not been itching to get back to it, which is weird. I was no. very happy to sort of leave it. Yeah, I had a really good time. And I think that's a funny thing with, with remakes sometimes. You you sort of think, oh, okay, yeah, I revisited a little section of the past. Mm-hmm. And now I'll sort of be on my way. But who knows? Maybe maybe I'll go and do a little a little session or something next year. It's perfect pick-up and play kind of fodder. So you've got five yeah, or ten true. minutes to spare. You can literally drop back in. Especially if yeah. you're playing Series X and you've got quick resume. And you played it a year ago and it's still somewhere in your memory. <laughs> just, leave, just leave it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, very nice. Very nice. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 plus 2. Thank you for being really good this year. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Richmond give us another one oh it's me again already Um, how about Final Fantasy 7 remake yeah woo yeah you want a bit of that yeah definitely definitely alright alright what do you want to know I I want to know I want to know if you're prepared for actually I'll tell you what I want to know I want to know how many more there's going to be <laughs> what I mean because it wow. I played the original after I played this game and the whole of the remake comprises like 20 bloody minutes well like a couple of hours in the original <laughs> not even they know Josh yeah yeah so, uh, I wonder yeah, if it'll that's... fizzle out and they'll just be like yeah we're not <laughs> going to just... finish it can't be bothered <laughs> Or the next game right. is literally they're just going to cram it into like a twenty minute game. It's like yeah. no, yeah. just, let's do a condensed version. They'll they'll do like a sort of cyberpunk thing. They'll just have a montage of like cloud and everyone over like six months. Just like that would be good. I like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, excellent. I like this game a lot, and the reason that mm. I like it is because I really, really, really bloody bloody hate Final Fantasy uh, with a passion, or at least I did. Um, and have done for many years. Uh, you know, it, 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 this is something p- peculiar about those games where I just I, I turn them on and I just want to turn them off again straight away. They really irritate me. I don't like the hair. I don't like the stupid swords. I don't like the dumb way they talk. And they're just shit. Is it, but, is it because you've tried to gel your hair like that and it won't work? And it didn't and just work. Jealous? And I... <laughs> Yeah, probably, yeah. And they they don't make swords that big, so I can't replicate that. (laughs) However, I was really happy uh, when this game won me round because I felt like I finally got it. Like, I felt like I've been missing something for years. I'm like, oh, this is why people... It just clicked, and I had a really, really good time, and it helped. I liked Cloud. He he was just, like, a good protagonist, and Mm -hmm. it was a stunning Mm -hmm. setting as well. But, yeah, I just... I was so happy that, like... Shit, I get it. I, I'm playing a you know a Final Fantasy game and I'm I'm having fun. That was a huge thing for me. But why? Because you love it, love it. You love the original. Yeah. What was it like yeah. for you? Because for me, it was not a nostalgia hit. It was a brand new thing. But what was it like for you? Well, well for me, I mean, no, I I'm, I go back to 1997 and originally discovering discovering this on the PlayStation. Yeah. And um, just having my mind blown really because I'd never played a, an RPG before. Mm. And the idea of taking it in turns to hit each other seemed stupid. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> doesn't the, make sense, but, does it? <laughs> no, but the story just, you know, pulled me in. And yeah. and this remake, it, it's based on like the first four or five hours of the original. But yeah. it's so fully formed and it adds so much and brings so much and it works. And mm. it shouldn't. 
Mm. Um, and like so, I, mean, I don't know how many chapters it's going to be, and I do hope that they release them all because, yeah, I want more, please. I want yeah, the whole yeah. saga. Yeah, it's fantastic. The combat, I know it's divisive. Some people weren't a fan of that, but um, I really liked it. I thought I it was really fantastic. It. Yeah, same. Yeah. Was it the same as I've not played it? Was it the same as fifteen? It was close to fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. it was similar. Um, but not, um, but not fully the same. And I'm excited about the new game now because of this. I'm like, oh shit! Like when they showed off Final Fantasy, whatever it is, twenty one hundred or whatever. I looked. 16. I thought <laughs> sixteen. I thought, oh, I'm not like, I'm not against this now. I'm like, <laughs> I'll, I'll actually probably play that and like really enjoy mm. it. Hopefully, but yeah. There you go. Yeah, no, I thought it was amazing, and it it gave me that nostalgia hit. Yeah, but. It also felt brand new, like uh, entirely brand new. Like yeah. remake doesn't doesn't cover it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's not a remake. It's way more than that. R- remake yeah. almost seems a reductive descriptor. For some games, it totally <clears throat> sort of yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. It, it was uh, stunning, really. The graphics yeah. are amazing on that game as well. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah? All of these games, I'm sort of like the graphics. I'm like breaking it down into. <laughs> Mm. into different things I'm like well it's not just the graphics it's like, it's like there's other things but it was really pretty wasn't it it was like Unreal Engine yeah. 4 I think but it was uh, yeah. uh, absolutely yeah, stunning yeah no incredible incredible looking game incredible game uh, there's nothing more to say really is there Josh I think we've covered it yeah I think so yeah. good stuff good stuff I am going to talk about The Last of Us Part 2 what's that it's just a little cheeky indie game from uh, oh, a yeah. studio called Naughty Dog. Universally beloved by all as well, right? I believe. <laughs> yeah, no one yeah. has a problem with this. <laughs> no, no one at all. Do you remember uh, the discourse around this game when it came out? <laughs> oh, oh my just, God. Yeah. It still goes on now. You publish any new story about Naughty Dog, and they're like, it's just, just fuck off. <laughs> just go back in your little hole. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's re- it's a really good video game, is what it is. Uh, exactly, exactly. It's, it's so memorable. Like even now, mm-hmm. I can remember every single story beat in the entire mm. game. Just absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. And the graphics were amazing. The graphics were so good. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. It was really, really good. I do think it was too long. Uh, and that's something that uh, just get it's, a, it's it's a weird one. It's it's like See, can that, we talk about the stuff with we we can we can talk about Abby now because yeah, it's been can. months. Yeah, and yeah, I think it's, it's pretty like much nice. you you play half the game as a brand new character, and that's a fucking bold maneuver. Um, yeah, that that's a real that's a real big deal. But uh, not just that, a character you initially hate, yeah, and who you grow to love, yeah, yeah. I mean, what that's yeah, a hell yeah. of a trick. I didn't. Yeah, I grew to. I, yeah, love is strong. I gr- I grew to see her point of view, but I didn't. I, I <laughs> no, didn't. I ended up really liking her. Yeah, like, I, 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 I related too. more to her than I did to Ellie by the end. Well, Ellie that, comes off as a bit of a psycho. Yeah, exactly. Oh, nah, nah, it's nah, like nah, Ellie, nah. just leave it, mate. Leave it. Leave. I'm, we're gonna. Li- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She made some silly decisions towards the end of that game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, however, I tell you what, that game. The the story and stuff in that game is so uh, powerful in terms of what games can do that it's amazing that we're just talking about it on a game of the year pod like six months later 
and we're already like getting into what we did and didn't like about the plot and the story and the characters. Like that's so amazing that that's still because all like you don't really talk about the mechanics in that game. And the, and the thing is, it's just a really really competent, excellently executed third person stealth shooter that mm-hmm. just improves on the original in pretty much every way. I think like, oh, yeah, as well as all the right. other things. I mean, the yeah, stuff with, like, lying on the floor, being able to roll over 360. They took a lot of stuff from, like, Metal Gear Solid Five actually, in the way that the, the shooting is handled on, on that game. Um, but, yeah, yeah, uh, just just uh, th- amazing that they could take the risks that they took and have the trust and the, the sort of backing of, of, of megabucks from Sony, I guess, to just say, mm. yep, do, do what you need to do. Um that like a triple A ridiculous blockbuster game like that can completely subvert expectations. And yeah, you're right. You're both right. Like it was divisive. Um, and it Just wasn't, only it wasn't, bit. it wasn't divisive <laughs> always be- because people were being silly as well. Like we had some really interesting chats, the three of us. We also had some really good stuff on the podcast. We had people emailing in and perfectly reasonable, quite, you know, people like me who do, th- I do think it's, it does have some pacing problems and I do think it is a little bit too long, but that's cool. And like, it's cool that you can, you can, have, you know, without getting horribly abusive and sending people death threats, you can, you oh, can exactly. all, you can also have, <laughs> you know, a, a fun discussion. But yes, there is uh, a place it, for criticism. It just yeah. as long as it doesn't come with a death threat attached. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, an absolute uh, cracker of a game, though. Um, yeah, good stuff. The Last of Us Part Two, very, very well done to you. <laughs> doesn't seem that doesn't seem like enough. I know there's like so, should, there's, there's, there should be some more there. But the, the trouble with the Last of Us is if you start talking about it, <laughs> we'll be there's so hour. there's so much to say. I mean, we did a whole podcast on it, and there's still so much we didn't talk about at the time. Yeah, like there's, but yeah, I'm so what, excited. What, what, what we should say is play it. Yeah, play it. If you haven't played it, play it. Play it, right? And then just think how exciting it is that Naughty Dog might probably, I would, yeah, I'd say it's probably very likely that they're just going to do something brand new next. I'm so Mm. excited for that. I love the idea that they are just completely swift and sure enough in their own sort of process to go, yeah, we're not doing any more Uncharted. We're not doing any, we're going to do something brand new. And I have no idea what it is. And that's exciting to me. Yeah. Anyway, 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 anyway. It's going to be another Uncharted, isn't it? <laughs> Uncharted <laughs> 5. That. Yeah, Uncharted. The they'll comes do back for a bit. <laughs> the Last of Us DLC. Oh, God. Uh, Dan, producer Dan, give us another one. Okay. I am going to throw into the mix Ghost of Tsushima, which was Ooh. absolutely fantastic and just completely different to everything we've played in the last few years as well. Mm. Mm. How, to, how so? How so? Well... One, you were guided by wind. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was yeah. really, really cool. Just yeah. the art style and just some of the things that they were doing with like the foxes and stuff like that. And just yeah. it was just absolutely from a an artistic standpoint, stunning. Combat yeah, was that. great, um, story was great, the world was fantastic. Like th- this was a last gen game and like it just so it was another memorable game that you always remember kind of storming the castle and stuff like that and just mm. I don't want to give away too many spoilers and stuff like that, but later on in the game, there's, there's, no, just there's a some lot. real moments that that, that stick with you. Um, and not do you just feel like mental do you feel moments. Like June, June, July felt like a one-two sucker punch, didn't it? Of Last of Us <laughs> and then Ghost of Tsushima. It yeah. really did, yeah. What, yeah, what a ridiculous way for them to end the like just. I know, mad. One brand new. I think it's like their most successful 
new IP on like the PS4, I think they said, or their fastest selling or something. Like Ghost of Tsushima mm-hmm. went like buddy hotcakes. It was yeah. just so super chill as well. The fact that you could just sit there and just write a haiku, and then like you'd there's be, be missions where you'd be following around and just going through his kind of childhood and stuff like that. There was just yeah. There was the two kind of it was the polarizing kind of ends, wasn't it? That yeah. You had the crazy combat and the storming of the castles, and then, you know, just go and sit by a bit of a, a pond and a waterfall, yeah. and pl- play play your flute lyrics. for a bit, and then decapitate someone. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and I yeah, love just lounge. Change the weather as well with a flute. Yeah, that was yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. I should say, like that game uh, should win some sort of award just for UI. That like the UI was mad. Like the what idea of UI. Uh-huh. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, like to having the wind, uh, you know, having foxes. Everything was folded really organically into yeah. the game world in a really interesting way, and it really made a difference. Like more than just sort of gimmicky, not cluttering up the the HUD and stuff with like waypoints and all the markers and stuff. Like having it all organically part of the world. It made it really peaceful. It made it a lovely place to be. I think it's such a great yeah. experience. It's one of those games where you, you like, especially after playing The Last of Us, right? You come out and you're like, you're so stressed. It's yeah. Like, right, I need a <laughs> yeah, break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, 100%. Yeah. You play Ghost of Tsushima and you come out and you feel like you've just come back from a holiday. It's like, oh, well, it wasn't that delightful. Yeah, for sure. And also, it's proof that, like, you don't, you don't need to like innovate or change the world. You you need to execute really really well on an established formula because like that game is just a great. It's effectively it doesn't. It's like a really good sequel to like an older Assassin's Creed game. It like it takes that classic open world template, uh, but it just does it completely in a in a fresh style that's that's all its own. And it's like this is still really fun. Like we don't need to sort of break everything like if you compare that to like i don't know breath of the wild or something like that or you know it's it doesn't like throw out the rule book but it's like the rule book's there for a reason right like it's really fun (laughs) yeah Yeah. right absolutely (laughs) but yeah it's like sucker punch went when are they gonna make this assassin's creed japan game and they just went, sod it, let's make it ourselves. Let's you can imagine Ubisoft Montreal just going, right, guys, scrap that Assassin's Creed yeah. game we've been working on for the last three years. It's yeah, yeah, done yeah. Now. yeah, and then God of War comes out and they're like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lovely stuff. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima, one of my favourite games of the year. There you go. Same. Very same. well done. Uh, Rich, another one from you. Oh, wow, this is going quick. Um, I'm going to pick next Marvel's Spider Man. Colon, Miles Morales. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good game. Good game. Good game. Is that it? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a really good game. It, it was. Um, it was a strange game in many ways. Uh, mm. It was not very well communicated at the beginning of its oh, life. God, yeah. Uh, yeah. We can, I guess, now that stuff isn't terribly important. We have it. No. We've played it. It plays beautifully on the PS5. Yep. You said it played beautifully on the PS4 as well. It did. Um, it did. Even though it's it's not truly a, a a PS5 kind of exclusive, it's still an amazing launch game to be able to to be able to boast. Um, yep. It's really, really in my head. It's like it's ease. It's it's a studio that's just an absolute blockbuster humdinger and they can they can do that and just make it everything in that game is very very breezy there's nothing that sticks out there's nothing that isn't 
fun. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah, like streamlined. Absolutely. It's super streamlined, right? Mm. It's like Spider-Man, which was fantastic, but that just streamlined in a in a, the same world, but you know, with mm. just a different color palette, and it just changes mm. the game drastically. The Christmas vibe was amazing. That's like yeah. a Christmas game. We don't yeah, get many Christmas great. games, do we? No, we no, don't. We don't. But that no. is definitely it's got like do you remember like was it Arkham City that like had that Christmas vibe? Like oh, it was it all did, snowy yeah. and like it's a great superhero thing and it made that game like and this is another one for like why I don't mind just short games, because it made that game feel like oh, this is a week in Miles' Christmas break. Like, mm-hmm. it, I don't know, it sort of felt like real time almost. Yeah, like um, Spidey's yeah. on holiday. Have a quick adventure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, again, doesn't, doesn't you know, th- throw out the rule book. But I think I prefer playing as Miles uh, than, I, than I do as, as, as Pete. I thought his powers were even cooler. Being able to yeah, go invisible I, was amazing. I like, yeah, I liked that. And I liked the, um, the Venom... Uh, stuff. Yeah, for sure. The crackly venom. That was cool. that was a, yeah, so good. Um, and also the way in which Insomniac um, animated him as you're swinging, he's sort of less assured than Pete is. Yeah, yeah, he has yeah. Kind yeah. of these stumbly kind of animations. It's brilliant. Yeah, but also it's a really, little really bit cool. cockier as well, right? Like as if yeah, they watched into the Spider Verse and then gone, hey, look, he's a little bit more stylish doing flips and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. did you see? It's brilliant. Did you see somebody remake the. Uh, into the Spider Verse trailer in Miles yeah. Morales, it was yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. fantastic. It's so yeah. good. Uh, the only thing that lets that game down is the villains were just a bit shit. Well, yeah, I mean, there's really only two main villains, are there? Yeah, Rhino pops up for ten minutes. There's a scuffle with Rhino, and then there's the yeah, Rock and Corporation. Yeah. They're all just yeah, a bit like, uh, it's techy mercenary guys. It's the same as the stuff in the Avengers, really. It's just robots I, I, that you smash. The, the, the annoying thing is there's such a depth of Spidey villains to draw upon. I know. They could have any number of them. Everyone's I know. going um, anti-corporation, though, aren't they? It's like, uh-oh. Let's yeah, they did, they did that quite cool. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They did. And they did that quite well, like rooting it in Harlem and having it being like a, a sort of problem for the civilian population as well. Like there were, they, it was quite uh, deftly done. You know, it was like, oh, it's giving people jobs, but also there's a, you know, it's sort of polluting the environment potentially. Like it was an interesting little thing that I just thought that I don't know who who was the main villain. You know, the blonde fella in the suit. I've forgotten his name. I can't remember his name. He, he's deeply unmemorable. It was just Troy Baker. Backs up just your point. Sort of. Yeah, 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 for sure. But, look, but he's, a, he's an actual villain from the comics. But Yeah, no, he is. Yeah, He's yeah, not yeah. much of a presence in the game, really. He not has, what, really. maybe two, three scenes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's gone. But that game gets 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 uh, mad props for just being very, very fun. And especially also on PS5, the blimmin activity cards that was the game that first showed me the activity cards on ps5 which okay. you you can just kind of use to just completely like boot from the dashboard into whatever specific thing that you wanted to do in the game and i thought yeah. that kind of just opened that up but it's just just a very easy lovely open world that's another one where mm. i could easily like dan was saying about tetris and uh tony hawk you could just boot up miles morales and just kind of swing around just get some collectibles just for 10 minutes and then sort of put it away i love that yeah 
No, it's it's great. It's it's the perfect game to dip in and out of. Um, yeah, for sure. And I'm a I'm a sucker for anything Spider Man as yeah. well. I'm a big Marvel Marvel guy. Oh god, yeah, 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 yeah. And it'll and it'll please yeah. those people just like it. There is there is an interesting price thing as well. Like we were talking about Resident Evil earlier. It's like it is fifty quid, and it is not you know anywhere near as lengthy as Spider Man 2018, which costs the same amount of money. But it, then it's like. How do you value? Do you do you put all your money's worth in the length of a game, or it is? See, kind of, I can uh, I can understand people feeling a little bit raw when a year yeah. and a chunk ago they paid the same money and got like a twenty plus hour like or whatever Spider Man was. You know? I don't know if I can begrudge the price here because I don't, I didn't feel shortchanged. No, no, I didn't feel like I didn't get my money's worth. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? It's a but funny no, one. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's a case-by-case case basis as well, because I didn't feel shortchanged either at all. Yeah. But, you know. Anyway, Miles Morales, uh, very, very good stuff. Very, very mm-hmm. good stuff. Mm-hmm. I will put forward uh, Dreams. Media they can come true. They, they, yeah. they can, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they do, and they still are. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this, is a, this is a weird game. It's yeah, a game where you make other platform, games, right? and it's... It's it's a platformer. It's no, is, a it, platform. is it actually a game? It's a pla- yeah. It's a platform, isn't it? Oh uh, yeah, it's a platform, and it's a platformer, and it's a racing game. <laughs> it's and it's, just and it's a race. Yeah, yeah. And I played. I played. Someone did a Spider-Man game in there, and it was quite good. <laughs> they had, the, you know, they had the swing in and the end, but it endlessly looped the Spider-Man song from the cartoon. So, oh God. you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, great, dreams. Yeah. Dreams is a fascinating one. It's genuine. It's really, really weird, and it's kind of amazing that, like, like Media Molecule have been doing this for ages, starting with Little Big Planet, and even stuff like Tearaway. Still, have, they've always been really interested in kind of making us creative as well as giving us video games. And Dreams is one of those ones where you can just kind of keep it going for months and months, and just sort of dip in and out of it. You know, like mm-hmm. I've downloaded it again now. I'm going to keep playing it. There's something special about a game that can actually get me creating things and get me feeling good about that. If you see what I mean. Usually, I'm a miserable sod, and if I pay some money, I want to play a game and be entertained by someone else's skill and efforts at development. And if they tell me to start making games, I'm like, no, that's not part of the deal. I paid the money. <laughs> I want you to play the game. I want you to make the games, and I'll play them. But it genuinely, I caught the bug. I really did catch the bug, and like, I haven't been able to go back to it as much as I'd like, just because of you know reviewing lots and lots and lots of other things. Um, but there's a lot to be said for dreams, and there's a lot to be said as well for how weird Sony can be sometimes, like. I find it really weird that, like, it's not just an exclusive in terms of that you can't get it on other platforms. It's also an exclusive in terms of, like, it, it wouldn't even work on it. You like you need you need the, the, like, the controller, right? You, like, you need the motion sensor. You need all that sort of stuff. It's a really specific, weird little Sony project that almost, to me, it kind of, like, it's like... I, It'd be weird to see that anywhere else. I couldn't imagine it anywhere else. And it's mad that they do it. And it's kind of... Would you guys say it's AAA? Um, like, like, I feel like it's well, like... I suppose it is, because it's got, you know, first-party support. Yeah, and they gave... Um, the, I mean, it was in development f- since, like, 
2011, right? Mm-hmm. It's been was it really that long? Just like, yeah, yeah, it was stuck in development for like a long time. Well, These games live and die on, by their communities, though, and they've, they lucked out with this one, I want to say. That the community oh, yeah, that's is just going, this is great, let's just make loads of stuff. <clears> like, <throat> we wouldn't even be talking about Dreams now if it wasn't for the community. Right, that's true. That's totally true. And they've got some unreal uh, talent when you dream. Yeah. When you do, there's so many. Like, and it was funny because when I was reviewing the game, I like made a point to sort of put the names of the creators and think whenever if I talked about any of the dreams that I played, I sort of credited the people doing it. I mean, that's fair and, play. And of course, and it's one of those things where it's like in five years' time or ten years' time or who knows, we could be playing games that were made by people that are only in the industry because they play dreams. Oh, absolutely. And that's just amazing to me. Like, I love that. Um, And I really want to go back to it. It's generational in that respect, right? That it's made game making easier and more accessible, which is unheard of and never been done before. Like, obviously, Unity and Unreal are trying to make their tools more accessible. But this is just like... Yeah, I just play a game and just make a game. Oh, look at this! I play <laughs> Spider-Man, and it's just like it's yeah. just incredibly accessible. And that, in its on its own right, is just absolutely fantastic. I think. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, how many of those people? Th- yeah, the, the people that were inspired by dreams, whether or not they then go on to learn code in any serious exactly. way, I can't. I can't vouch for. But there will be some. Oh, there absolutely. definitely will be some. Because even after like a week of playing, I was like, man, like making games is really fun. <laughs> and <just laughs> and like, I never actually made a game. I just made fucking shapes and little shit, little creatures and stuff. <laughs> but this is it. This is like, it's 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 a gateway drug, basically, right? It's yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Oh, I'm gonna learn to model a bit, and then you do a little bit of modeling, and then you're like, oh, fantastic. Then you move up a step and you start using actual modeling software and then it's like, oh, I've, I've learned how to effectively code and do just, I don't know, like collision and stuff like that. And then mm. you know that then going in if you want to up the tools and do something a little bit more complex. So Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, lovely stuff. Well, there you go. And long may it continue as well. I hope that Absolutely. community stays alive because I want to mm. dip back into it. Uh, yep. Yeah, right. Producer Dan, give us another one. You've got two left. Yeah, I'm purposely leaving one till last. Um, so Yeah, I'm, I thought you might, yeah. I'm going to talk a little bit about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is mm. my first proper next-gen moment game kind of thing. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Like when I How played so? it, I put it on... I think I played it a little bit on the One X, and then we got the Series X, and... Just absolutely blew me away in terms of, like, visually, obviously. Yeah, of course, yeah. Engine-wise, it's very much still like Odyssey. Um, yeah, what... Um, uh, what is this? It's not Glacier. What is it? Like, they, they got a new... Did they get a new engine for this one? Anvil. Anvil, Anvil yeah. that's the one. Yeah. Was that Odyssey as well, was it? I, I assume so. Yeah, I think it's oh, all okay. of them, isn't it? It's yeah. their in-house thing now. But Right, mm-hmm. right. Okay. Valhalla was fantastic. Absolutely mm. adored it. Just for obviously visually, they do fantastic scores as well. But just the gameplay, more of Odyssey. I don't think it was as good as Odyssey personally, but Odyssey for me is in my top five kind of all time. So, oh wow, mm. yeah, oh yeah, but Odyssey's amazing. Valhalla just it had everything right. Um, mm. The world and was it fantastic. ran a lot better on uh, like PS5 and Series X as yeah, well, just because right. like. 
the frames per second and also fast traveling just helps so much oh, and the load times right gen. yeah and that it, was also yeah like this and spider-man we should say as well uh in terms of like just next gen showcases it might not be the most romantic thing in the world or the sexiest thing to put on the back of the box but like exploring a ubisoft open world when you can fast travel in like under two seconds yeah that's an experience that you're never going to want to go back after that and time is worth more than money because you can always make more money but you can never make more time so like it poignant um yes i genuinely do believe that the fast travel stuff like you, you know when you used to play an assassin's creed game you used to like i can actually probably run there quicker than i can do if i fast travel <laughs> yeah yeah the, that moment of hesitation like shall i just run yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah, i'll literally sure, fast travel sure. like two seconds at the road i'm like yeah whatever um yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah it's just made that but the world was fantastic as well a load of the i just i, I love everything about the game to be honest i, I can't really it was nice it. to My see england yeah, go on. I was just going to say, my only criticism is that it wasn't as good as Odyssey. Um, <laughs> that, that's it, really. I actually when, preferred it to Odyssey. Do you really? Go on, Rich. Sorry. Do you really? I was yeah, going to say, yeah. when, I was, when it was announced and it was uh, the Viking theme, mm. I was like, oh, I've sort of done that with God of War. Mm. Like, I don't, I, I don't want to do it again. <laughs> right away. <laughs> Yeah, because it's so, only uh, last year, but no, the, or the year before. Exactly, or the year before, and I was, I was pleasantly yeah. surprised by how um, yeah. how <laughs> unique a take it felt. It was, and also, mm. it's very, very, very different to God of War because it, it does take place on yeah. planet Earth, ostensibly. You know, so it's even though it's got the Norse stuff, and it really, really has got the Norse stuff, like lots it's got the historical of, grounding. It's got the historical ground, yeah, and like lots of it for me was very fun. Not so much the the Norse stuff is cool. Don't get me wrong, but I just loved going around like Norwich. Would you say it's Norsem? I'd say it's Norsem, you know, oh, uh, having getting a chance to see Norwich city centre before the pedestrianisation oh, as well. I knew that was cool. um, yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but also just like the Roman like the the environmental design on that game was 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 so so cool because um, they can like layer different things like few other studios can I love the way that it's like you have the England stuff and that's really interesting if you like your history and your Saxons and all that but then like l- like on top of that and even older you've got all the roman stuff as well yeah for sure so like you kind of you kind of feel and they kind of did it in odyssey as well because you were like you were going around but they had like the the sort I mean, of you statues were roman, roman around you were roman around and it had all the sort of statues you got that sense of mythology sort of you know lurking in the background mm. it was nice mm-hmm. it was nice Plus i did uh, i did well. s- and uh, yeah, and you could write, and and boats were like cool and fun to do, yeah. sort of thing. Like mm. a lot of rivers knocking about in England at that time. So yeah. I thought I might yeah. miss the good, islands good from Odyssey, islands. but that was one of the things I didn't really miss. I didn't yeah. miss it either. I did. Yeah, that that's the thing. I, I I much prefer where it's more land and the waterways are like roads. They're like really they're useful. Yeah. But but actually most of it is like sort of urban developments like that's kind of more exciting to me. I did I did like uh, Odyssey, but it just there was so many little little islands, a lot of a lot of island faffing. Let me put it like that. hundred percent faff, faffage. Yeah, you bloody loved it, and Rich loved it as well. It was like yeah. I remember that year. It was like you and Mike's. Uh, oh like, mate, no, I was almost this year. I only played it this year. Oh no, no! I mean, it was rich. Oh yeah, rich, rich and Mike's yeah, like for, like yeah, for twenty eighteen. Obsessed. Obsessed. I started it this year after I got co- recovered from COVID. I was like, okay, right, I need a game to play. Um, <laughs> and I literally just yeah, yeah, yeah. put one hundred and eighty hours into Odyssey. 
So Brilliant. happy days. Brilliant. That's, that's, that that is mad. A hundred. <laughs> Yeah, I do, yeah. oh, that is I got I got bored of Valhalla though before the end. I know it's probably probably uh blasphemy to you two, but I I got I was ready for that game to be over. The story of Valhalla well, you know what, was just not interesting to me. But yeah, go on. You you, you don't deserve a place in the Hall of Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> the Hall of Heroes To Hellheim yeah. with you, Josh. Yeah. Fair play to you. Fair play to you. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It was nice to get some actual assassin stuff back, though. Oh, of course, yeah. I forgot yes. about that. Even though it, it didn't last very long, but it was nice to have, like, uh, was it Hyam or who the, the, the two fellas? Hytham. Hytham is mate. A- and his, ma- <laughs> and his mate Bobby that that was great <laughs> great to have them at the beginning and to actually have them they were sort of dressed like Altair once did and it, I got a kick mm-hmm. out of that and it was a bit more stealthy and, and we had the um, yeah. the blade assassination back as well didn't we <laughs> yeah it yeah. actually yeah. felt it, lethal again it yeah. did feel lethal and it helped that you got it in like the first half an hour or so it was yeah, like right. oh shit mm-hmm. I already feel more like that was one of my annoyances with Odyssey it's like it's really cool but it was called Assassin's Creed, and it was like for the longest time. It's like, well, I'm not bloody wearing a hood. I don't have the blade, and I've not done stealth for like thirty hours. So where are but you? You got the social stealth. You can blend with monks, and yeah, also the monks, remember, the monks are back. Yeah, the monks are back. Um, yeah. Do you remember in the first trailers and stuff? Um, there, everyone was saying, "Why is Avor not got a hidden blade? Why is it out?" And Ubisoft were like, "There'll, there'll be justification for that." And the justification for that is. Uh, Ivor just doesn't want to hide it. Didn't want it. Didn't yeah. want it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's brilliant justification. I love that. <laughs> that's good, isn't it? Yeah, that no, would be neatly explained by the story. <laughs> and then the story's just like, I don't want to fucking hide it. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Yes. Okay, good stuff. Yeah, Valhalla. I wouldn't be on my list, but it was nice to have some tasty Assassin's Creed action again. I got a little buzz for a little while. Uh, Rich, give us another one. Uh, Street Rage 4. Oh god! Here we go. Ooh, been dying to say talk about this. Street Rage Four. Street Rage Four. Oh, it's a brilliant game. I love it. And it's exciting. And, uh, <laughs> um, yes, this yeah. was made by Lizard Cube and is it Dot Emu as well? Um, Dot Emu, I think, were more on the publishing side. It's Guard Crush Games. Guard Crush and and, and Lizard Cube. Cube, who are the people behind Wonder Boy: The Dragon's Trap. Yeah. Um, and gorgeous uh, hand-drawn animation. Yeah, Streets of Rage 4, it's what Rich has been clamouring for for the entire time I've known him, and in 2020, he got it. 27 years, 26 years, and all that it's Mm. been. Yeah. Since Streets of Rage 3, and Streets of Rage 3 was never that good. It's a real weird one, that, isn't it? Some people uh, sort of rail against the music and... Well, it just went mad. They went off the rails with the music in that one. Yeah. Too many things going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just remember a lot enough. of slow down as well because there were too many effects and things. Yeah, yeah. Uh but no four. Just uh was it everything that you wanted? It was. And that's why um it's one of my games of the year. Because, you know, twenty six years is a long time and inevitably you'd expect disappointment. You'd expect that the idea of a sequel to a, a game you've waited this long for is ultimately going to be disappointing. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we, even with all that in mind, it was just hugely gratifying to see that back after so long, like a dream come true. Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. For sure. Uh, just, just they did a fantastic job. I mean, it they looks really great. Did. It plays brilliantly. They kind of toyed with enough of the kind of. 
mechanics of it, adding a few new little subtle things here and there, like throwing weapons and bouncing them back and catching them, and just yeah. little things like that that just made it unique as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, just brilliant. And it was beautifully drawn, like the like the way that um, Axel just like looked older, the way they kind of yeah. aged him and made him look sort of a little bit kind of weather beaten by bit time, you know, like yeah, a little bit more grizzled, but he still. God, the animations were tasty in that game. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny because I don't have that sort of grounding in it that you do. I played the old Streets of Rage games and I like them. In fact, I've got Streets of Rage 2 on this very desk behind my mm. laptop. Um, and they're good. They're cracking games. I like them. But I don't have that sort of um, like real strong anticipation that that, that, that you had kind of, yeah. kind of going into it. And I did still really like it. You know, I had a bloody yeah. good time with it. For me, it, it, it wasn't, you know, it was a scrolling beat-em-up game that was very, very competently executed with some cracking music and some lovely animations. But it wasn't like a... I, I, I think they did well to make like a solid, like just good scrolling beat-em-up that then was lifted up into an even higher gear for those people mm-hmm. to whom it was like, you know, the second coming, yeah. the most important well, it game, was, you know. It's what, yeah, I mean, it's one of the games that kind of defined my childhood, really. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. From age kind of, I don't know, what how old would I have been? Like nine or ten? Yeah. I remember going around to my friend's house and we'd play it like seven or eight times in one go, finish it several times, <laughs> go back in with different characters and do it all over again, yeah. do the cheat to be the same character, do it again. <laughs> yeah. And so, you kind of did that here. I remember for the review, didn't you complete it like six times? Or I think I completed it nine times for the review. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, because I played it on PS4 like six times and then I got it on Xbox and played it another three or four so yeah, yeah. I played it a hell of a lot <clears throat> wow wow yeah. I know yeah. ridiculous and, but I love it and I'll play it several times more yeah and um, I think they know that you'd play it lots because they had all those unlockable characters as well all the original sprites in there yeah do you get the old school sprites and the co- yeah it's, yeah it's, I mean it's that's lovely. the thing as well just that the level of fan service is above and beyond you know oh, I was gotcha. happy enough just to have a new game but then to put every old character in and like the option to have the old Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack and everything oh it's, that's mad great yeah. stuff yeah, and yeah. the retro like levels where if you zap like the arcade cabinets in the yeah. background you can go into that. that's that's cracking that is good yeah yeah. yeah, yeah it was a really it was a really good game that it was a really good game yeah just like the, the checklist in my head of what I wanted it, it ticked all the boxes yeah fair play There's something something to be said for actually living up to hype yep absolutely I'm going to put out uh, a game which I have more or less not stopped thinking about um, since I played it, and that is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, yeah. It's I did I wasn't that excited going into it. I was not. I hadn't played uh, Ori in the Blind Forest before, so I wasn't already. Uh, you know, a sort of, I wasn't awaiting it with any kind of excitement, mm. um, and it absolutely blew me away. I, I, it, for me, that's it's one of the it's one of the most beautiful soundtracks to a game I've heard. Uh, but for me, it's the soundtrack of the year. I think it's gorgeous. Gareth Coker composed it, um, and I keep listening to the the theme from Inkwater Marsh just every now and again because it, it almost it makes me bloody emotional man but it's one of the most beautiful games i think i've ever played uh, the art direction is just absolutely sublime it's got like a Lovely. mixture of old school old school disney 
like sort of Jungle Book era Disney in the layering of of the sort of art in the backgrounds and the animations, and then you kind of couple that with just uh, and just a really really uh, beautifully executed Metroidvania, basically. Um, mm-hmm. With some of the most satisfying, like lovely platforming, I think I've played, well, ever really. I th- the, the jump, just the act of jumping in Ori, uh, it's just amazing. Like it's it's one of the best video game jumps I think I've ever played. With like going back to like Mario, I love the sort of floatiness of it, and the way that the levels often make you chain things together, like zapping mm. from little swingable things and then gliding through the air and. The different areas of the game as well, like the, the sort of underwater area, and there, there's just sights and sounds that that have stuck in my head since playing. Um, I, I for me, it's the best exclusive that um, that Microsoft have. I think it's just just stunning. Um, mm. It it makes there's a lot to be said for this, right? It makes me happy. <laughs> like whenever I think whenever I think about it, I just or I listen to some of the music on it, or I just kind of watch a little video of it being played. And I really want to go back and play it again. I just got a big stupid smile on my face because I just sort of think back and think, oh, now that that's a it's made me happy. I think more than almost any other game this year but dan you played this while you had covid so that's that's not great i was just thinking that's a real sad story that i I did pick it back up recently when the series x came out because i wanted to see what it was like on the series x Ah, of course because it's 120 fps now i don't have 120 fps tv (laughs) does anybody neither do i i don't think anyone does but oh actually matt but 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 he bought one literally like a week ago didn't he oh has he has he got one now yeah do 120 blimey but, but even 60 would be a treat on that game it's like just, it's 6k as well isn't it right yeah it goes up to sit yeah, yeah which is ridiculous because i've got a 4k tv <laughs> but there is some mad science that they do um but yeah oh, i've been playing it recently um the only reason i stopped playing it was because um of all the review and kind of video stuff that we had to do um, of course but i will go back and f- finish it because i'm probably about 10 hours in now so yeah i'm absolutely loving it oh it's great yeah even the combat there's like the boss fights and stuff in it that i'm like actually oh yeah you're totally that's right not too yeah. bad and i wasn't no. really expecting that and they're really good i thought yeah and just there's, there's loads more skills and they change the kind of it's more accessible and accessible is a dirty word but um like just not having to be like set your own checkpoints and stuff like that is just oh yeah they got rid of the system where you sort of plant down the little spirit thing and that's your you know yeah they made it's it so but it's basically auto saves and the fast travel was doesn't it auto save every time you fast travel anywhere as well oh like it pretty much every time you go past a certain point in the level so you're only yeah. ever losing like 10 15 seconds probably which huh. is great because I hate games that just artificially pad themselves out. Oh, you've died. You've got to run four minutes to get back to where you were and die again. It's like, oh, come on, guys. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, like, you get bang for your buck here. It's a fantastic experience. Like like you say, beautiful as well. Like, stunning. Yeah, Um, yeah. It's kind of, yeah, the prettiest game, I'd say, on the Xbox Series X. I I think I would agree with you there. It's the most beautiful game uh, possibly that I've played this year in, in, uh, and, and, like ever for me like, and like yeah no ev- yeah, yeah I'd go, I'd, I think I'd agree with you yeah maybe yeah I think like ever it's just yeah yeah it's the most yeah it's the most beautiful game on the Xbox it's a, it, possibly the most beautiful game on anything at the minute it's um, like you're playing a painting yeah 
Yeah, and I can't believe that studio. They're just like they're complete. They're just a satellite studio. Like I think they do have an office, but they just they're all oh, yeah, right, that studio yeah. is like all around the world. Like the, it's incredible, really. Anyway, anyway, we are we we now have one game each. I don't know if we've 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 arrived there organically. I don't even know if we're particularly ranking these, but I'm very happy with uh, with, with the three that we have left because they are all of them. Very good video games. I've, uh, had a, I've had a rank in mind in my head. I, I've basically done these in order. <laughs> oh, have you? Yeah. I've I been saving my favourite for last. Uh, I, I right, tried to okay. mix it up a little bit, but I always I wanted to save the biggie for me for last. Yes, personally. yeah, yeah. And I'm glad you did because there's a lot to say. And, you, and in fact, it's your turn now. So let's do it. Let's have your last wonder. It is, of course, the divisive... <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. Yes, um, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, first things first, like, caveats. If you're playing on the Xbox One, One S, PS4, awful. Like, appalling state. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. On the One X, the PS4 Pro, um, especially on the next gen consoles and PC, um, Cyberpunk 2077 is just an absolutely fantastic video game. Mm-hmm. My favorite video game of all time. Um, Jesus. Yeah, but that's mostly down to the setting. I love sci-fi. Um, just love technology and video games and stuff like that. Um, love a bit of a dystopian future. I don't know why. Just mm. get get myself prepared Speaks for what's to, our to reality. come. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, just the music as well. Um, Grimes and people like that. Um, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. It feels like they wrote a video game for me specifically. Um, yes. I just love the the neon kind of the neon mega cities. Obviously. Tokyo in real life, fantastic, and it feels like that kind of they've taken Tokyo to the next kind of level in terms of just neon and just it's just yeah. the you got the duality of the city, right? The poor and the rich, and just everything about the game is just phenomenal in my eyes. Yeah, no, yeah, f- yeah, for sure. And also tech like, issues just, aside, obviously. Yeah, and like obviously, you know, we got to drive that home. Like it just, <clears throat> I mean, even even on the next gen consoles, it's, it's still. It's yeah. It's still. It's it's like I've had a you know a couple of crashes to the dashboard, um, little sort of visual things. On the whole, I think, and also it is luck as, as much as anything else. You know, some person has horrible bugs, another person doesn't. I must have been really lucky because I I got very very minor things during my. Yeah, I completed too. it once. I've started a second playthrough as a different thing, and I pretty much echo your sentiments. I mean, I think it's amazing how vertical it is. It's one of the most oh, vertical right. yeah, uh, sure. cities I've I've seen. Like just the density and the kind of almost like vertigo sense of the buildings there. It's, it's one of the most um, kind of beautiful city. It's, I think mm. it's, I mean, it's already for me, it's like, it's gone down as like a kind of great, one of gaming's great sort of cities. I'd say it's, it's a, gaming's greatest city. I'd go that far. Yeah. Oof. Blimey. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting one because you've got. Better than Los <laughs> Santos. Yeah. But like Los Santos is based on Los Angeles. So better it's, than it's, Vice City. Better Vice City, same. It's it's based on Miami. We're going to keep doing this, Rich. <laughs> better than Wolverhampton. Wolver- no, nothing's better than Wolverhampton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Night Night but City's kind of like this is original, like, right? It's an original city. It is, but it's also effectively, you know, Los Angeles mixed with a little bit of San oh, Fran. It's, it's mixed a bit with of everything, bit. right? Yeah, yeah. It's got it's like a melting pot. You know, it's not. And it takes a lot from things like Blade Runner and... Yeah, you know. we, and I absolutely... Like, Blade Runner is one of my favourite films of all time. And 2049 yeah. 
was fantastic. Oh, and God, this yeah, just yeah. feels like an evolution of 2049. Mm. Well, like with the sandstorms and, and stuff like it's that. Twenty-eight as well. years better. It's, yeah, it's, it's really <laughs> and also, it's. I tell you what, one of the really interesting things about uh, twenty seventy-seven is that it, like it, it actually, uh, it's really sunny. Yeah, and like you don't see that a lot in cyberpunk stuff. Everyone loves uh, nighttime. They love rain. They love neon, and that all, all that stuff's there. Um, but it also has this because it's set in California. Obviously, it, it has. Is this... it actually set in California? Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it's it, the free state of Northern California is where it's technically. I genuinely set. didn't know that. Did I ever mention that in the game? Oh yeah, yeah. There's a, they built a wall between North and South uh, California, and it, there's like nomads to the south in SoCal, and it exists. It's effectively it's where Los Angeles, like it is Los Angeles. Okay, it's where I that genuinely was. didn't know that. Uh-huh. It's, like, it's like a super city that that swallows up like Los Angeles and. Uh, Long Beach and like it just stretches along the West Coast sort of thing. Okay, <clears throat> but yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, it's 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 phenomenal, and and I'm having so much fun um, pootling around that world. It's it's great that the first person like just works as well as it. Does. It almost like fulfills the the sort of promise that Deus Ex was never able to fully deliver. Like it's like you you know you think about Deus Ex and I love Deus Ex. But, you know, you're going around like Prague in Mankind Divided or Detroit in Human Revolution and you get this lovely sense of the world and you kind of look in the background and you think like, oh, I really get a sense of like a full world here, but you can never quite go there. And then when yeah, you, you sure. play in like Cyberpunk, a few streets. yeah, yeah, but you play this and you're looking around and you're just thinking like, I can just hop in a car and fucking, I can see, I can see it all. Like it, that moment the f- the first few hours once i was sort of spat out in night city and they said okay now you can do what you want uh i was just sort of in awe of it for yeah. for a few hours like i don't know what to do shall i do side jobs shall i do this and that that feeling of choice is just like that's that's rare because even even something like red dead um it's a beautiful game and, and it's an amazing um open world and it's got a much better story than Cyberpunk does for for my money. But oh, agreed. Also, uh, Cyberpunk, the tone of Cyberpunk, it's kind of nihilism and it's and it's um, sort of uh, corporate stuff mixed with a sort of revolutionary agenda. It makes it easier for you to be for you to act like an arsehole, I guess. But yeah. also, what it does, it, it doesn't lock you into like a really elegiac sort of story that's you know very very serious. And I don't think it has. Uh, like pretensions towards serious drama I think first and foremost it's concerned with like immersing you in a world yeah. and just basically setting you free in that world because even yeah. in something like Red Dead I was always thinking like and even in The Witcher 3 I was always like oh, I should probably see about what Siri's up to to be honest like we, well, I am sort of supposed to be looking for her uh, <laughs> but in Cyberpunk I just get this amazing sense of like you just go and do what you want to do like it's all it's all there for you um, yeah, most fun open world maybe to explore. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I think I'm about 80 hours in now and I'm still finding places and alleyways and little just people that I've never met before and just, mm. I, I spoke to um, an AI in a vending machine who was, oh, hit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was <laughs> hid behind a dumpster and I missed him yeah. like the first time through and he was like, hey man, can you help me? And he's trying to be my friend and I'm just like, what a weird but absolutely yeah. wonderful game. <laughs> it's I mad. Get the feeling, uh, yeah. I get the feeling there are so many moving parts and so many things. Yeah. Mm. This is why it 
ultimately kind of went wrong, right? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah obviously we can't yeah. excuse the state of the game. Like, no, no, no. The fact no, it's unplayable um, on the last-gen consoles. and But even, yeah. like, there are a ton of bugs. I mean, but that aside, just... I. I can see through that if that makes sense. And oh, 100%, 100%. And like it's so sad. It really uh oh, it hurts, is sad. Yeah. Really, like because uh it's so special and um obviously we're in a position where you know we, we have next gen machines and that's a lovely position to be in and most people aren't in that position. Agreed. And uh lots of this um sort of discussion is being had we're recording this podcast today and you know in the early hours of the morning sony has had to delist the game on on the last well i say the last gen version there is only the last gen version sony's taken Mm -hmm. it off their shop and there's all sorts of stuff and i'm sitting here and i'm going this sucks and it sucks for lots of reasons um and maybe not the most important reason is that it sucks because the conversations that I want to have, we're not going to get to have for a long time. No, agreed. Agreed. B- because I've gotten to play the game in, you know, in, in, in a version that's pretty much, I mean, yes, it's buggy. You're totally right. It still has problems. You sort of feel it's a few patches away. Whereas yeah. with the last gen versions, you think, well, this is more than a few, but pa- this is, this is a real, a real big job. Um, yeah, for sure. And like from a, this, from a purely selfish standpoint, I'm mm. like, I want more of this. I want more Cyberpunk 2077. I want 2078. Yeah. I want I want this to be a franchise for CD yeah. Projekt. But you just don't know now that this kind of puts that in jeopardy a little bit. I know, I know. And I think I think it will be, the, the, I think because we were saying before, like the closest, the closest we've had to this, it's kind of a mixture of you get a game like Anthem and you get a game like Fallout 76 and they've got real problems. They're real full of bugs and all sorts of stuff. And then you get a game like No Man's Sky, which had a, an awful lot of controversy when it launched, and there was mass refunds across the board, and you know the, the sort of the stock of of, uh, of Hello Games really tanked in the public public consciousness. And this is going to damage CD Projekt. Um, they they will recover, I'm sure. It's I'm crazy sure as well because the- you go back uh, not even a month. If you go back ten days, they were bulletproof. Mm. Oh god, yeah. They couldn't yeah. do anything yeah. wrong. Like the people forget that The Witcher Three came out, and that was a little bit buggy. Obviously, not this level, but yeah. people forget that now. But yeah, because yeah. but they remember the game. But now, I don't think people are going to forget this for five, ten years. This is going to be something no. that, that, in the same way that everybody hates EA for anti-consumer practices, and it's like, well, everybody's been doing that. EA has done nothing special yeah. on that front recently. It's just <laughs> yeah. a hangover from the bygone era kind of thing. Yeah, uh, for sure. This is what Cyberpunk and CD Projekt are going to have hanging over their head for a long time. It's, yeah, it's going to be a black mark against them, and it's going to be a, a it's going to be like an internet meme, isn't it? You're exactly. going to get the sort of cyberpunk thing that's going, to, and it's such a shame because. And I look forward to, um, because it is, I, in my opinion, a fantastic uh, game, um, and I'm looking forward already to a third play. It's ridiculous the the, the replay <laughs> value. It's so, and I, you know, and I'm thinking to myself. Well, I'll be a next gen upgrade, and I'll play it on. I'll play the PS5 version with the Dual Sense support, and I'll be playing it in 2021. And I'm going to want to talk about it in 2021. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to a year from now, or 18 months from now, or however fucking long it takes for the conversation to, to shift, to shift, and for people to be able to look at. And there are wider conversations. There are conversations about crunch. There are conversations about management. There are conversations about the entire culture that. 
you, you don't want necessarily to cool down that yeah. are really important conversations to have but also mm-hmm. in the meantime whilst all that stuff is going on there's an incredible game here that we aren't talking about for a number of reasons and I just one day we they'll be kind of just the people that poured their hearts and souls into this um it will come back around at some point. You'd hope so, people, right? You'd hope so. I, I hope so. People yeah. go, do you know what? That was, you know, <laughs> in 2021, after five or six massive patches and whatever, <laughs> you know, yes, it, it was a, it was a terrific game, but at what cost? Yeah. Know? And it, but it, yeah, I, fair enough. Cyberpunk 2077, um, it's as deserving, I think, as anything else. I just want to uh, be able to look forward. <clears throat> do you know what I mean? As a, I don't, instead of looking at it as like this needs fixing it's like mm. okay this is done what next that's where i want to get to yeah obviously 100%, for yeah. people that have spent their money on it i want the, that for them so that yep. they can enjoy this game that i've enjoyed um on last yep, gen consoles I, yep. I i want them to experience what i experienced yeah 100 percent. That, that that's where it's from it's not like a and it sounds i know it sounds sort of smug or entitled you sort of think oh well i've you know i've played it on a ps5 or well you've played it on an xbox series x oh well it's fine for you to say but the thing is it's like well yeah but because we want everyone to be able to have this conversation like it's it's a it's a fascinating kind of game that sort of mm-hmm. the more people that play it <laughs> the better basically yeah absolutely like, i um, want people to play good games and this yeah. is one of them but it's not in a state to call it a good game well it is but it isn't do you know what i mean it's a weird yeah, i know i know exactly what you mean and they've already said that there's you know some, well they they said it before the the terribly blighted launch but they said there would be dlc they're working on free dlc and stuff. Wait, like you, I, you could be you could be looking at a blood and wine you know equivalent and or, a multiplayer mode i'm, I'm weirdly I excited about that i'm like oh man yeah, I could, yeah, yeah. this could be my multiplayer game going forward because i love the well, world like, yeah, imagine like a sort of GTA Online scenario. Oh but man, it's, but like, it's, just it's, I, I fall in love with that. Yeah, just yeah. got to fix the handling. Not I. I listened to the podcast you two talking about the handling, um, and you were okay with it. And I was. Yeah, not. I really, I, I liked the handling. Yeah, I, it was I was so impressed that like that's the studio that did Roach for like ten years. <laughs> Weirdly, I heard you say that in the podcast, and then I was like, in my eyes, the cars were the Roach of Night City. <laughs> Like, what, sort of getting stuck on rocks and things? Oh, mate, like, I would literally clip a curb and it'd spin me. And I'm like, come on, mate. Like, my car, well, maybe. it's so have floaty. You, have you thought about getting good because don't clip the curb? Um, yeah. Mate, yeah. I, I'm going, yeah. I'm trying to win a street race here. I'm trying to win a street race. Like, I'm going to go oh, over yeah, the curb. The, I, I I like them. See, this is, this is the thing with the handling. I sort of, I, the, ha- the handbrake is lovely by the way, which is weird because they don't tell you about the handbrake in the tutorial. No, and I don't just, think it's even in the options, the controls. I found yeah. it just by pressing a button and I'm like, oh. Yeah, I just I just thought, oh, well, it probably should be X and lo and behold, it was. Um, yeah. Or A, if but you're on an Xbox. Like, if you, it, if and it is, races, it's a lovely though, floaty... Sorry, go on. No, 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 no. go on. Go I was on. just going to say, if you're doing the races, it slows you down too much, the drift. I, I like to be gunning it across a corner. Oh yeah, yeah. I used it a little, but I've only done like two of the races. But I, yeah, the thing is, yeah, I, I did the races in a super slow car as well, so I had to have Ooh. every advantage um, by taking the corners Maximum quickly. Speed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he was like, "Oh, uh, your car or yeah. mine? Oh yeah, yeah. I use mine." And then I looked at the other cars, and I'm like, "This <laughs> is a mistake." You want to steal yourself one of those Tiger Claw Quadros oh, exactly, or something? Right, They're exactly. Mental. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's great and it's it's amazing that 
uh, I mean, I thought the driving was better than Watch Dogs Legion, and Watch and Watch Dogs Legion, the driving was made by Reflections, for Christ's sake. So, yeah, I didn't you know, think that was very good either. Right. Mm. Um, but yeah, like it's it's uh, an astonishing thing considering that the stealth and the shooting is as good as it is, and this is a studio that's been doing The Witcher for the entirety of its existence. Yeah, so it's just it's it's amazing. The and yeah, it, yeah, they're not as absolutely assured as someone like Naughty Dog or Rockstar who, you know, okay eight years of development on Red Dead but it comes out and it's pretty much a polished gem, right? Okay, so maybe CD Projekt are still, you know But, uh, but I was reading some stuff, they didn't start actual like production of the video game until like four years ago, was it? So what were they doing in that time? Did they cancel it? Was it pre-production? Like, I don't know how true that is, but oh, um, I don't yeah, think I they heard worked the produ- on it development wise for eight years. I think dev started in 2014. Uh, I think it was initially because they released. Yeah, I think they released the first. The pre-production I think started in. Uh, it was before the Witcher pre because the first trailer was 2013. So I think the pre-production was like 2011 or 12. It was like concurrent with Witcher three. I think proper dev started in 2014. I might be wrong on that, but I I believe that's the case. I'd love to know because I, I feel like there's there's something wrong here. There's something mm. that's happened. Uh, and it, mm. obviously not the people that make the games, because like, you read reports. I think um, Schreier had something up today, actually, uh, on Bloomberg, talking with actual developers off the record. Um, mm. Well, on the record, mm. but anonymous. Anonymously, um, yeah. And they were saying that just the deadlines that they were given were just impossible. Oh, um, shit. So, and, and I feel like there's, there's definitely an issue here. Um, at a management level, and mm. like the sooner they sort it, like fantastic, because they are clearly very talented developers. Mm. Uh, mm. And I, yeah, I want to see more of what they do without people second guessing what they do. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, sure. it's understandable why people are second guessing what they do. Oh god, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like they have done uh, not good things. They have deceived people effectively yeah. by not showing any public footage of the game running on those systems and especially after the idea that they said oh it's primarily made for you know for last gen and yeah. uh, you know it, it's just it's the deception. but yeah you're right that's not that's not necessarily the people that are making the game that's a that's a management thing that's a marketing thing that's you know it's like if i got you to hey guys everyone needs to write an article and it needs to be done by in 20 minutes go and it's like well that's you just can't write an article in 20 minutes well, are you meant to research it write it edit it put it on the site and it's got to have a video with it and some screenshots and it's like yeah. you can't do that go. in 20 minutes yeah go um, I'll accept, I won't accept no for an answer and it's like yeah. oh come on and we can't delay again yeah exactly yeah alright I'll give you 25 minutes 26 and that's it not a minute more so yes yeah, but it's amazing that uh, yeah, it's still deserving of a place on the oh, absolutely. List, even but even I still thing. love it more than any game I've ever played. But I was, like I say, it's a little bit personal that, but also yeah, of course. Yeah, the yeah. world is just incredible. Yes, I I would I would second that. I would second that. Rich Cyberpunk, loving it. I, I am enjoying it. Yeah, uh, despite all of the uh, launch difficulties um, mm. on the other platforms, I'm playing it on Series X, and there are minor visual bugs, but nothing that's marred my experience the interesting yeah. thing it's for me a sh- is, it's a shame. is Rich is kind of uh, well, not 180 but he wasn't you weren't enjoying it massively to start with were you and then it's like uh, yeah well Act 1 just felt a little bit eh. blur yeah but then it I, kind I of settles into stride and it becomes more enjoyable and immersive yeah 
it does it does it's that kind of moment where it sets you up and then sort of sets you free to sort of do yeah, stuff exactly think, ah okay but yeah no fair play yeah cyberpunk well done to you uh <laughs> I rich i don't know if that's the way to end it <laughs> well, yeah, well you know <laughs> we've covered we've covered all the we've covered all the broad topics yeah we've uh, taken about half an hour to do it as well. <laughs> yeah. we did we yeah. did but we're on you know final final games territory now so we could take a little longer uh, mm. Your final game is Yakuza Like a Dragon. It is, Josh. How did you know? <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> I mean, yeah. process of elimination, but also, did you expect anything else? I honestly thought that your game of the year would be Streets of Rage 4. Well, it's a closer on thing, but um, I bloody love me some Yakuza, don't I? You do. You bloody uh, well do. And, you know, when I first saw the turn-based Switch, switcheroo. You weren't, you weren't too sure about it, were you? I wasn't inspired. I was like, yeah. "What's wrong with you know the direct approach of punching a face <laughs> and then <laughs> chucking him into a wall?" Yeah, I like that. Don't yeah, mess with yeah. that. Yeah, um, but it works, and it works really well. Surprisingly work. well. Yeah, it does work um, really, really well. And I love it. And I also love Ichiban Kasuga as the new protagonist. Yeah. So this is this is yeah. Goodbye to Kazuma Kiryu, who's we been... had big shoes to fill. And big uh, yeah, hair now. Uh, yeah. Well, he's got bigger hair, yeah. I'm not Even a fan of bigger his hair. hair. And a purple suit. I like suit it. As well. it grows really? on yeah, I think it suits him, yeah. I, d- I don't like the story bit in introducing that aspect. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was good. It's funny that his hair goes like that and he's just like, I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, asks for a punch perm and he comes out yeah. with a bloody a bushfire. Yeah, yeah, no, but he's, he looks a bit like the Joker as well. He's got a purple suit on. Yeah. Isn't it more uh, maroon? Maroon. Sure. Uh, it really does look more of a burgundy. Ah, it's really more of a burgundy. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I... I um, I was also unsure about this. I was a little bit more ready for it. Like, there's been a hell of a lot of Yakuza games, you know, that have all had the old combat system. Um, so as, mm-hmm. as good as it was, I did sort of look at the... I was in disbelief. I bet uh, Colin Mahern... In fact, I still owe him a twirl because I bet him a twirl that they wouldn't actually... I thought it... Because you remember they announced Yakuza 7 on a, an April Fool's thing? Or yeah, and everyone thought show. it was an April Fool's. Everyone thought it was an April Fool's because it looked like Persona yeah. or something. And they're like, well, they're mm-hmm. not going to do that. Um, and Cullen was like, yeah, they, they they will. And they bloody did. And I, again, post Final Fantasy VII Remake, I was like, yeah, do you know what? I, I fancy a bit of that. The combat yeah. system's really cool, yeah. though. Yeah, they nailed it. Nailed the, pa- it. the parry in that game is excellent. Yeah. Like, like, the, like parrying it live and having people move about the, the sort of arena kind of live as if it's like an active time battle but actually it's not it is like truly turn based and no one will ever it's do anything of, until um, you make your move I suppose it's kind of a compromise almost or a balance between the traditional fighting and the turn based system it's a nice kind of middle point yeah yeah yeah. in fact actually that parry is like key to that it's 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 really mm-hmm. interesting it's a good video game parry and I'm a sucker for a video game parry but the yep. specific implementation of that parry system kind of threads a little needle through two genres in a really interesting way and it's like yeah. all they've done is put in a parry but it's loosened up like turn-based combat in a really really cool way um, yeah 
Dan, you're not massively fussed about Yakuza generally, but you really took to this as well, didn't you? Yeah, and, uh, what, what was six was the the only one I've played really. Um, I really yeah. enjoyed six, great video game. But um, yeah, yeah, the, I'm probably about twenty hours into this now, which is nothing in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's like, I absolutely can't really fault it. It's great. Like the, uh, you know what? I wasn't sold on Yokohama to start with. Okay, um, and and that's still grown on me. Um, mm. Doesn't feel as flashy as um, Camarucho, but um, yeah, the turn-based combat is fantastic. And I mean, I was thinking about this. How, how weird is it that Final Fantasy was turn-based and then went to kind of real-time combat, <laughs> but Yakuza's doing the exact swapped. opposite. Uh, yeah, actually, and almost yeah. the popularity of Final Fantasy was massive, and now it's not as big. Whereas Yakuza. It wasn't massive in terms of popularity, but it seems to be getting bigger and everybody seems to be talking about it more. So just yeah, maybe it's, it's linked one. to turn-based games. <laughs> yeah, maybe, mm. maybe. Yeah, I was, um, again, you know, because we sort of talked about, uh, I guess, the, the Last of Us and we talked about a little bit about Ghost of Tsushima as well. It's just nice to see, I mean, it's not a new IP, sure. Um, but, like, fair enough. Like, Sega evidently just really trust Toshiro yeah. Nagoshi and they say yeah it's your thing you you know you do he's got his own studio within there and it's like he just threw it he just tore it up he just did something brand new and like I'm always going to be on this sometimes that doesn't work but but it really worked this time um, is it the biggest gamble in video games it's a pretty big gamble I wouldn't say it's the biggest, but it, it yeah. It's got, you've got be an established there, right? fan base. It's, you've got uh, seven games already where you've had that system, and I'm just talking yeah. the mainline ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, you kind of throw everything out: new protagonist, new city, new battle system. I mean, mm. everything really. The only thing mm. that really st- sort of remains intact and unchanged is the mini games and the sub stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they are basically the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But even even the mini games, there's loads of new ones like Dragon Cart and the Ichiban Confectionery Confectionery mm. Company Management, which is, and the can collecting, and they're all super <laughs> fun as well. They are really fun, actually. The yeah. the uh, I I spent ages um, just going to the Yokohama Community College and just getting various yes. ed- educational. Well, how, how is that so fun? <laughs> I don't know. Like you're just taking multiple choice exam questions. Yeah. But it's fun. It's but so it's really fun. fun as well when you get something <laughs> right. It's like I, I've I actually know. got a diploma. Yeah, and Rich fucked one of them up because it was like what sixteen plus twenty something, and he fucked it. And he <laughs> oh, it was worse than that. It was like what sixteen plus six, and it, I put twenty-four. Oh my god! I was like, oh no! Amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's the pressure, no, though, um, right? It is yeah, the pressure. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, it. This would and be on my stupid. list. Don't forget, don't discount that. <laughs> yeah, yeah there is that. I didn't want to say <laughs> that very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this would absolutely uh, have been on my list, but and I just knew I didn't need to put it on my list because I knew that it would be on mm. Rich's list. It, it's one of the best times I've had all year. I mean, talk about like games that just make you happy. Like, yeah, uh, it, it sticks in my memory as just being like a just a really bright spot. Um, mm-hmm. I just think back on Yakuza and it, like a dragon. And I'm like, oh fuck, man, that game was such a good time. Yeah, um, Josh, it's got it's got a crayfish <laughs> that helps you out. It's got a chicken, <laughs> yeah. and if yeah. you do one sub story, it's got a chimp. 
It's got a chimp. Yeah, yeah. It's got, so it's got yeah. What yeah. else do you What else do you want? And that's because Shenmue was like, well, we've got turtles and we've also got little frog fellas. But this, well, they were like, like well, yeah. I'm sorry. Chimp. Sorry. Chimp is your chimp, trump card every time. Chimp, chicken. What else you got? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree. Yeah. It's crazy yeah, as Yakuza. well. Like, if you think about all the games these days that are super serious and it's like, well, like The Last of Us and even Cyberpunk, yeah, yeah. it's like really serious. And then you've got yeah. Yakuza just going, hey, whatever. Like, if you want to dress up like uh, a diva like, and beat yeah. someone with a dildo, like, you go right ahead. But, but yeah. you say that as well. There's actually quite a serious story at the yes, heart of it. Yes, there is. And that's a that's amazing, amazing yeah. thing. And it's... Yakuza's always done that. It's always managed to walk that tightrope between the absurdity of everything around it and then yeah. the serious story at the heart it's, of it. It's, yeah. it's, and I love that it's about ridiculous. It. Yeah, it's like a sort of yeah. camp soap opera. It's like yeah, it's there's always going to be this heart to it. And and it gets really dark as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh, like yeah. just horrible murders and sort of depictions of like of the darker sides to life when you don't have as much money as other mm. people have in, oh, a, yeah. in an industrial port city. Like it really goes dark. And then in, in the next scene, you're you're talking to a chicken who works at a, <laughs> a, 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 a sort of confection company, and it's you know you don't know where you are. In the it's world. part of your management team. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was the manager of my of my confection company. I, yeah, yeah, he was my top guy. It's crazy little how chi- it can tightrope like that line. Yeah, it's just yeah. absolutely mm. nuts. Like it deals yeah. with some really serious kind of subjects as well, doesn't it? Like homelessness yeah, and yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, like, homelessness, sort of the sex trade. Yeah, just all sorts of stuff. Just real estate, um, the education, like the, the stuff about the. Um, the the election system there was a lot of commentary on real world stuff in like a dragon as well uh that was not heavy-handed um mm-hmm. that was just quite deft and just made a few little sideways glances at stuff in the real world that i kind of thought yeah. wow okay they've done they've gone there in a yeah. user game and like a lot of games wouldn't or if they tried to they'd be terribly serious about it i guess for want of a better word (laughs) but yeah it deals through comedy with some incredibly serious stuff and that's just good writing really yeah and that's why it is rich walker's game of the year game of the year yeah yeah Yeah. lovely yeah good stuff good stuff i have one more um which is astro's playroom little astro Little yeah, sure. I want the toilet. So much for a, uh, let's do an hour. It's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, it's yeah. Really too. yeah. Partly yeah. partly the fault of Cyberpunk, uh and partly the fault of us talking about chickens. I am gonna throw it but right back at you, Josh, and say Go on. entirely the fault of the host failing to wrangle his guest. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> you you failed to all the way through. You failed to control yeah. your guests. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be too long, I don't think. On uh, on Astro's Playroom, uh, this a was a mad. Game. It's a very short game. It's a mad little game. I, I can't really believe it. I uh, it I just with the launch of the PS5 was ridiculous because it was like Demon Souls. That's a known quantity. It could be brilliant. It could you know could not fucking spider-man like there was some good games that were sort of known and then this little one just totally surprised me i i was not expecting this to be i knew that people really loved astro's bot rescue mission which was the the vr the vr thing that's right yeah Um, the expectation for astro's playroom was minimal because it 
they, they stuck it on the console for free. Mine was zero. So well, how good's that going to be then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The people that were excited were excited because of Rescue Mission because that was like so good yeah. for VR. But it was it was almost just like I just was not prepared for. Well, it's on my games of the year list. Like, it, yeah. it, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it was pre-installed on the console, included as part of the console, and it's one of the most lovely platformers that I've played in in a long time. It's re- it's got a really really rare thing. It's great platforming, very very precisely engineered. Like, it's uh, I'd say outside of Nintendo, it. It's the most Nintendo game I've played that's not Nintendo. Yeah. Well, it's just... Um, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, <laughs> rel- it's relentlessly joyful as well. Yeah. And I'm cynical it as is. well. Like, I hate everything. Yeah. <laughs> we all, we I all was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's, that's right. That like, I like to be kicked in the face and in the balls and just like... Yeah, yeah. Just somebody's just come and throwing dirt at me like, you stay down, you scumbag. But yeah, that yeah. often happens, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. It just happens. Every time he leaves the house. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a problem. This is why in I set COVID on the world. I was like, I don't want to leave this. Um, uh, but even but yeah, me, it, I was like, oh, wow, this is quite joyful. And I... I can get yeah. behind this. It is joyful, and it's also um, quite sad in some way. So I had like a, it's so it, it affects you on like three levels. Number one, really really good platformer, really very well put together. It's not it's not terribly new. It takes a lot of stuff from Mario, but it's very very well done for what it is. The kind of second way that it works as well as it does is that it, it's the best use of the Dual Sense controller. Yeah. Um, and if you've yeah, just so bought, much so, so much so that it spoils you for any other game that uses it. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, they've yeah. used it. They have demonstrated that, like, if you really want to use this controller, this is how you're going to do it. It like, wouldn't work know. in Cyberpunk, though, would it? <laughs> I'm no, really intrigued, not. actually. <laughs> it wouldn't work in the same way. But I really, having played Black Ops, like, I'm super up for having it in Cyberpunk for the shooting and for the other stuff. But I'm, it's it's the haptics, the adaptive triggers. I sort of think. Uh, I think you can put them in for shooting without a lot of trouble. It's getting the the precision of the haptics right because playing Astro, it's like a, it's like magic. It's mad. Like you you walk in over grass and it feels a particular way. It starts raining and it feels a particular way, and then it starts hailing instead of raining, and that feels different yeah. again. Just on the um, ice as well, isn't it? And when you're oh, oh running god, on yeah, metal. the ice. Yeah, the um, I'll never forget actually the. When uh, Astro goes into a little ball, and the sensation of flicking the trackpad, um, oh, yeah. feeling that the haptics in the trackpad, and also the feedback on when the ball rolls over like uneven concrete, feeling mm. the little sort of bits of feedback so you can actually get the texture, like the surface of the concrete. Um, it was just magic, and I was just blown away by this thing. But the third sort of layer to it and the and the layer that I think has has it just hasn't left my mind since and I I would I think I'd put it forward for my game of the year if we we're not I know we're not ranking them but I I really would um I got really emotional uh finding just 20 plus years of like various bits of plastic that have littered my yeah. life <laughs> yeah like, well in my case they still do <laughs> and they and indeed they still do and for me you know a, a lot of it as well um you know collecting a psp and then a psp slim and then the psp microphone which i don't know why i bought but i did um 
just there's a feeling to assembling that stuff and seeing the different kind of eras of Sony's history and kind of getting them all together, uh, coupled with the amazing music in that game. Yeah. Of just like you look at the PS2 and you can kind of push the button and hear the startup sound and sort of arrange it. And that kind of goes next to the PS3 and you, you really sort of reflect, uh, over uh, sort of on the different eras of the company's history and but then also like within that because that is potentially just really self-indulgent as well it's also a company that's going hey look at us we've been around for ages and we've 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 made some real tat along with some look really how good great stuff we are. so much look tat. how look how great we are it's so it's so silly um and yet um there's also a really it gets you on a really personal level because as as silly as it is all of a sudden you stumble across a little UMD of Loco Roco and I've got a fucking lump in my throat and I sort of feel like, cry- like I, I feel like, oh Jesus, like I had that and I'm sort of zooming in and touching it on the controller and it's like a little, it's like going through your old thing. If you've been, and again, it's a peculiar kind of magic. It's like we were saying earlier with Streets of Rage. <clears throat> it's good enough for the people that have no uh, or some grounding, but for the people who have years behind them, and for the people who were stupid enough to buy the PSP GPS system... And the dual tap, for, right? Was that what it was called? <laughs> and the what, sorry? The dual tap? The, mul- the, multi-tap. the multi-tap. The multi-tap. Yeah. Mate, I've still got yeah, those yeah. multi-taps. Like, oh my God, what was that? Mate, it was like yeah, 50 yeah. quid, wasn't it? Yeah, you were nah, unique. Really? <clears throat> were, it wasn't that much, it was like... Two Mate, you could play with friends, though. Wait, yeah. you could play with friends anyway, but if you wanted to play with uh, like more than two, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, right. it took you up to... yeah. And and like the the like things like the pocket station, which were never released outside of Japan, um, mm-hmm. the LCD screen for the PS One, which uh, I know someone someone took that into school when I was in middle school, <laughs> and everyone was gathered around that on the playground, and it was like what the fuck, um, but like just that ridiculously stupid element of like I don't know why I feel really emotional but I'm just staring at the launch model PS2 and I'm just f- like feeling things. <laughs> and I don't, re- I don't really know why I am or hearing the startup tone, like the original startup tone to the PS3 with like the opera tuning up and just mm. things like that, which I j- you just, I don't, I don't know why they've got me, but they've got me. And uh, yeah. it just coupled with the fact that it was an amazing little platformer and that it was genuinely an exciting um, showcase for brand new technology as well. It just kind of seemed to look back at the past and then sort of just like look really hopefully ahead. And it just, again, I think, to be honest, in 2020, the games that have made my list this year, and a lot of you guys as well, uh, like put simply, they're just games that have made us happy. I don't know. Mm. I've got Demon's Souls of, on my escape, list. Escapism. Actually, you, escapism. you do have Demon's Souls, but Rich, you know, mm. you know, things like Streets of Rage. And th- I mean, obviously it sounds like a silly thing to say because oh, you know, all, all games are going to make you happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you had Tony Hawk. And like Ori as well. They're all games that have just like on, on some level or another, I just kind of thought about them over the last few months and sort of smiled a bit mm. and thought, oh, I'm really glad that game exists. Yeah. That's lovely, that. Remind you of normality. <laughs> and also Demon's Souls as well, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That was a painful weekend. <laughs> that was, yeah, it was, a, it was a brutal week or so, but uh, that also made me happy in a very different way. <laughs> oh, there's, there's no satisfaction like it still. Yeah. Beating yeah, a Souls for sure. game. For sure. Um, 
but yeah, that that was the year that was twenty twenty. Um, it's a good year. What a, what a year! It was a really good year in video games. I must stress that <laughs> two new consoles as well. Well, three, I guess. Two, yeah, three. We're kind of two and a bit. Yeah, three ish. Three new consoles well, and. Whoa, well, whoa! Well, what's with the Series S anti sentiment air, Josh? <laughs> Yeah, all right. Three brand spanking new consoles. <laughs> and, Every uh, console matters. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And some some really good games. Uh, like crazy, the games that were just like didn't make the cut as well. Like Doom, Doom Eternal. Oh, yeah. Fucking really, really good bloody video game. Uh, next year's going to be good as well. <laughs> new generation developers will start to get a feel for it. Uh, I feel like mm. we are at the vanguard of a, a good few years of video games. I, be- Indeed. I agree. Indeed. I agree. I hope. Yeah, yeah. No we, we, look, we looked ahead. We look ahead and hope, and sort of see the light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully, it's not a train. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Um, Me- Merry Christmas and a happy New Year, you guys. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> yeah, and to all the listeners who persevered with our rambling. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I've just remembered because I got a couple of I got a couple of questions for the main pod. To I just thought. We're not about. <laughs> yeah, you could do, but we're not doing a. Po- are we doing a pod next week? I can't, mate. You can't, can you? No. Yeah. So we'll have to save those questions for. Well, twenty twenty one. Guess. Yeah. Well, that's something yeah. to look forward to. How, how many? Oh, I've got. I've got two questions. So you know, I'll I'll bench them. K- Kieran HD and Michael, will uh, will we'll, we'll talk to you. To you. We'll talk to you next year. We'll talk yeah. to you next year. Uh, but yeah, yeah that, that, that'll just about do it from us. Um, what am I doing? Am I doing the usual goodbye shit? Well, I suppose yeah, I it's a normal podcast, isn't it? It oh, is um, a normal podcast, yeah. Don't be cavalier, I'll wet myself. I'm g- <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Rich is going to wet himself. In the meantime, don't bother with Snapchat. Don't bother with Instagram. Get yourself on Twitter, at RichieW82, at VideoGamerCom, at JoshyWise, at Dan Webb? Have you got a funny one? I never remember. Is it underscore Dan Webb? Underscore Dan Webb. Was it underscore Dan Webb? I don't know. Investigate Dan Webb's Twitter. Get back to us. Let us know what it is. (laughs) Underscore Dan Webb. Uh, Podcast at Videogamer. Email your questions in. Uh, Pop over to Videogamer.com for all your gaming needs. And also XboxAchievements.com, PlayStationTrophies.org. Merry Christmas from us. Uh, We hope that you have had... A year that has been less than completely shit, despite what's what's been going on in the world, and that you've managed to enjoy many of these lovely games that we've been talking about, and we look forward to seeing you again. Well, we won't see you, but we'll speak to you on a weekly basis in 2021. Uh, yeah. That's goodbye from me. Goodbye. Goodbye from Rich Walker. Bye. And goodbye from producer Dan Webb. Goodbye.